0: On this episode of the Theologian's Table podcast, it's all about Halloween. Should Christians participate in it? Should Christians not participate in it? You'll have to hear the discussion and which one of us lands on what side. It's probably one of the best well-rounded discussions we've had to date, so we are excited for you guys to hear it. So, without further ado, let's get on with the show. Hello everybody. This is the Theologians Table podcast, right? Yes. Yes. I just heard a sound, I wasn't sure. It was my hurts. I know why. It's my computer is connected to <laughs> my phone, and so all the alerts that I get on my phone come through my computer. Okay. So we're 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 back live again, back in the Theologians Table podcast studios, yes. aka Tim Jay's nice very nice basement, yeah, actually. Um, one that I am jealous of. Uh, yeah, it's, fin- I love it. it's finished. It's finished. It's finished basement. It's, yeah. it's basically it's like a basement apartment. It is, yes. Yeah, so um, we're back tonight, and uh, tonight is going to be a Halloween episode, Ooh, right?
1: Yeah, man. So, Halloween themed episode. You should probably put in some some.
0: Uh, I am gonna put in music. box toccata and fugue which is that organ yeah 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 that's gonna be that one there's no rights on that there's no because it's it's in the public domain because it's so old it has to be like a hundred years old oh yeah to be in the public domain and um you can you can use it freely um it's magnets it's i think it's the wind (laughs) what's the wind pushing the
1: magnets to the door
0: oh okay but it adds to the creepiness since we're doing but a Halloween. I, podcast. It does, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so usually, when we do our little intros here, somehow we always end up talking about what's going on with me. But I I want to focus on Tim J. Oh no, That's yeah, tragic. because you had family, uh, you hosted your family, right? Yeah. So how did that go?
1: Oh uh, man, it was great. Um, my brother Adam and my mom came. And uh, we did it up, man. We we did all the all the fun fall cheesy stuff that everyone uh, probably makes fun of me for behind my back. <laughs> no, I think fall well, great. I man. think it's great, too. I just think the stigma is that <clears throat> like young women love fall stuff or maybe just women yeah. in general. Uh-huh. You know, and I'm like such a nerd. I invented a holiday called Fall Day. I'm glad you brought that up. Yeah.
0: Yeah. T- have t- I ever talked to you about that? Uh, not on the show.
1: OK, no. Uh, so, I'm trying to remember what year this was, I'm going to guess and say it's probably 2007, it was probably a couple years out of uh, high school. And uh, this one, this one, uh, this one Saturday, I, I woke up in the morning, and it was like, still darkish. And uh, I'm from, I'm from Illinois, northern Illinois. So right on the like border of Wisconsin. So like our, our falls are like, great. They're really great. Obviously, yeah. you're from the New England area, so you know New England, right? Yeah, and Minnesota too. So yeah, for sure. Uh-huh. Um, the only problem is that they're so short because winter is like right behind. It is, you know. Um, I, I haven't I haven't checked the
0: weather back home, but I'm curious if it's so snowing. in Minnesota. It just snowed See, like two days I mean. ago. That's uh, no, you can't do that in no. October, man. Uh, well, it. So the thing about Minnesota is in October it snows every October in every year people are surprised (laughs) yeah you know this happens every year that's like the definition of
1: insanity right um so yeah i i woke up and it was like i had i had the window open um and it was like i just just like cold weather but this this was the moment where i realized how much i really love fall Mm -hmm. because like you could just there's a there's a crispness in the air yeah and it just hit me that morning and i i was not working that saturday and it was like Amazing. So I woke up and I made myself some breakfast. I think I maybe sat out. Um, and at the moment I live with my brother, Jeremiah, and we live right next to this park. This like really, really beautiful park called I think it was Alpine park. Um, as there's trees all around grass, there's like a dam. You can walk up to the top of the dam and get this beautiful view. And, uh, and I did, and, and I was just felt in such a good mood. I went for a run and while I was going for a run, Like it sounds so funny. All the, all the leaves were like rustling. I could (laughs) smell the leaves. Uh And I like had a moment where I flipped out and I was like, I love that. And I was just sprinting. And then the rest of that day I watched college football. Mm -hmm. It was great. And it was like, I can't remember who was playing it. I'm a, I'm a Michigan state fan oddly, oddly enough. And they were playing somebody Wisconsin maybe. And that was a good game. And then like the, the three 30 games were on and I got to watch some of those, but I also went back out to Alpine park and would run, run again. And I think, uh, I went to a, a haunted house, oddly enough, that night. Um, I wasn't living right then.
0: Okay. <laughs> and so I went to a haunted
1: house and, uh, and it was like, it was like the perfect day. It was so perfect. And then like the next Saturday I was like, I want to see if I can do this again. And I just got obsessed with it. And I eventually <laughs> I just said, I should do this like every year and just pick a day and not work on Saturday and watch watch college football do cheesy fall stuff and I loved it and it's like every year I the more I realize how much I love this season and uh, so I've been doing it since then so what how, however long that is 10 years 10 plus years 15 years maybe yeah um a long time but I love it man I love the season so yeah right now we're in the we're in the third week of October and uh, we've had an unusually cold, fall Dude, here in
0: North Georgia. It's th- fantastic. It is th- so I've lived here for 13 years and this is the best fall yeah. I've ever experienced in Georgia. It is amazing. Yeah, it's great. It's great and, and it, it hit
1: in in um September because like I had a hard year. When you said like I want to talk about you, I was like I don't want to talk about how <laughs> this summer has just been really difficult. Oh, okay. but It was just hot and it was it hard, works, yeah. I was like really losing vision. Um, it was it was just difficult. I was like, man, why do, I, why do I do this? Why do I keep doing this to myself? Working in these hot hot days, and uh, and I was looking forward to it, but I knew in the back of my mind, September's going to come, and even though football will be on, it's still going to be hot. Mm-hmm. And so just kind of prep yourself, Tim. Don't don't get too excited that September's here. But oddly enough, like every morning I woke up to take my son to school, and it's really cold. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, well, this is going to slow down the Bermuda here. My mowing's is going to slow down a little bit. And then it stayed cold. And then the next day was cold. And then it was like every night was cold. Every morning was cold. And then all of a sudden I showed up to these houses and it's like, there's nothing to do. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I can, cannot believe this is happening right now. It normally takes an, another month. Yes. Before yeah. you really start experiencing that. So uh-huh. leaves are already changing. Yeah. Um, it's great, man. Yeah. My backyard is... Just all leaves right yeah, now, it normally so, doesn't happen until November, yeah, uh-huh, that's true, so specifically uh i, I love it for that reason, this mm-hmm. is a very, very good season, so yeah, they were here, we went to uh Mercier orchards, which we talked uh-huh. about that before,
0: yeah, i th- we did, and you you asked me where I went, and I think it was it was definitely not Mercier orchards okay, I was so, gonna
1: say you would uh, know it if it was right, it's, it's incredible,
0: uh-huh. From what I've seen in the pictures, it is yeah, yeah. So it, it's great, and uh, and I, when
1: we moved here, I was someone said that there is a good apple orchard in in Blue Ridge, which mm-hmm. is uh, you know an hour hour and some change uh, north of us. And uh, someone said, "Oh yeah, you can buy these donuts, these apple cinnamon donuts." Okay, so back home we have this place called Edwards Apple Orchard, Yep. and it okay. is the greatest apple orchard ever. Uh-huh. And really, what it is, it, it's probably just okay. But it's the donuts, man, The Apple yes. cinnamon they make them there. OK, so that when you if you say, let me get two donuts, they make them right there and they hand them to you and they're hot. Oh. They're like hot and steaming and you can uh-huh. get milk, you can get cider, hot chocolate with it, you can get some coffee, whatever you want. And they're like so moist that if you pick it up, they will start to like bend on the other side. Like it will break before it reaches your mouth. That's how that oh, sounds like, so good. It is is the most amazing thing. Mm-hmm. Uh So, the apple cider donuts at Mercier were the closest I've come to apple orchards. There's still nothing like Edwards in yeah.
0: Illinois. We but. we had a we had a place like that up in Minnesota. I think it was in Stillwater, Minnesota, where it was it was it was just like that. It was, it was they they sold the stuff there on site. Yeah, and they had a big store i can't eat that stuff anymore uh i don't know maybe I need to claim the blood of Jesus <laughs> yes. over my digestive system but yeah man go back go back to the healing uh, podcast yeah. we did yes yeah we're no, gonna have to revisit fine. that man yes please Be- I because need to it. because I, I i need we we interpret some stuff differently like there there's like it's like i'm Was it Agent Mulder from the X Files, Mm -hmm. or or maybe it's Scully? Scully just say, yeah. Or one of them says, "I want to believe," Mm -hmm. and and so it's just. Anyways, not to get off subject. um,
1: No, it's funny you bring that up because I was thinking about that this morning.
0: um, Yeah, well, but whenever I have like an uncomfortable day with. For nobody who knows, I have IBS, so that's the one that they make fun of on TV for people flagellating, but that's not actually what happens. Okay, okay. <laughs> mainly feels like your intestines are filled with concrete. Oh, so it's gracious, it's not good. Man. Anyways, so there's mm-hmm. uh, there's lots of things that I can't that I can't eat anymore, and it, it, it includes everything like from. Fruits and vegetables, certain ones of those because they have what these things in them called fructans or something that my uh, digestive... This is TMI, I'm sorry, but (laughs) uh, that my digestive system just can't absorb, right? You can't break them down or something. And there's other types of bacteria that are are harmful to myself as well. So I've got to avoid those foods, but I've been learning that... I have to also reintroduce them. Yeah. Um, So they're not foreign. So they're not foreign. But the problem is, is like I've tried to do that and I still have issues. So Mm -hmm. um, they say like, you got to repair your gut. And to do that, you need to drink straight chicken broth, boil a chicken, drink the broth and whatever uh, stock, what for a week or so. And it repairs your gut Mm -hmm. somehow. And I'm like, (sighs) Do you take uh, this is like not theology, but do you take um, anything for gut health? I do. I take a probiotic. Okay, every other day. Because if I what's take, the company do you take? It? Oh, I don't know. It's something off Amazon. Okay, we, we. I take a probiotic
1: every day, and I, I. I normally don't take any vitamins or any of that stuff. But me either. Um, what's that stuff called? I drink it every day. Is it Metamucil? No, it's like a. It's like you have to buy it online, or you have. This to is a middle aged chat right now. <laughs> Yeah.
2: <laughs>
1: yes, it is. I, maybe we can talk about this yeah <laughs> anyway it's i the more i take it the more i understand how gut health actually affects everything mm-hmm. and I, I had i had some issues in my, with my back because i was um this does sound like a middle age conversation yeah. i was stretching uh earlier this year just getting into the habit of stretching every day yes and when i did i sort of have always pain in my back and uh, Plexus is the name of it. Okay. Heard of I've
0: heard of it, but it's great. Uh, I've never had a sponsor. it. Uh-huh. Uh-
1: <laughs>
0: they, so, yeah, but the Babylon Bee makes fun of Plexus. So mm. can I get that? <laughs> they also
1: make fun of Word of Faith people. So, mm-hmm. so you got to take your licks where you can get them. That's true. Um, What was I going to say? Yeah. But anyways, I, I started drinking it and like regularly and taking their all the pills my wife tells me to take. And mm-hmm. then uh, oh, the
0: pain went away. I have any inflammation. Yeah. Like I, so I think 70% of your immune system is in your gut. Mm -hmm. Something crazy like that. So since I've been taking a probiotic, like I haven't really been sick in other ways, like Mm -hmm. colds don't really hang on to me like they used to. Uh, Even like with the Rona that the last two times I had it, it sounds so weird to say, Mm -hmm. but it, was like a minor inconvenience. Sure, yeah. Uh, so, and I was really only down and out for like one day. Yeah, but other people, you know. Well, anyway,s but I even yeah. like colds. I haven't had any stomach bugs. Nice. So, I mean, yeah, gut health is extremely important. Um, but <laughs> yeah is this a pharmaceutical commercial yeah. well we got we got
1: talk, we we're talking about donuts and how, uh-huh. how good those are right how right those apple cider yeah donuts, man, those are
0: good. they are good you know i cheat anyway so yeah but
1: um i was gonna transition talking about something else anyway it, it it's fall right <laughs> apple cider vinegar uh-huh. nope that's the gummy i eat too yeah apple cider donuts uh-huh. are fantastic and uh and I, I love, I love this time of year. Like I, I can't even say it enough. I love this time of year. Uh-huh. I love October. I love, uh, I was telling my son this morning um how, about the Burr months, you know, those are my yes, favorite. The uh-huh. Burrs are my favorite, September, uh-huh. October, November, December. And every time one ends, there's always a little bit of sadness, you know? Uh-huh. uh But, but then you have to, you have to think like, okay, if anyone is a college football fan uh listening, it's like you look forward to September you know, mm-hmm. that's when it starts, when everything starts getting moving. And allegedly, it's supposed to get colder. You know, right. most times it doesn't. Uh-huh. Um but, but in October, when September's done, it's like you're so looking forward to October because all the good football games are in October. I don't know if you saw the one on Saturday, Tennessee beat Alabama. Oh, my
0: gosh. Yeah. Well, it's yes. Amazing, amazing game. Uh, yeah, my wife and her mom, you know, they had their – Viewing party at, at her house, so and she's a Tennessee fan. Oh yeah, yeah, uh-huh. yeah. yeah. D- died died in the wool Tennessee fan. So well, th- that's the funny thing. I
1: don't I don't watch nearly as much football as I used to. Mm-hmm. Like since twenty twenty, I've just right. been like nah, I'm done. But I've slowly been coming back. But I, I don't think I'll ever love it the way that I did. So it's just not that big of a deal to me. I do look at the schedule and I see is there is there a good game happening this Saturday. And is it at a convenient time where I can watch maybe some of it? Mm-hmm. If you have kids, you can rarely <laughs> watch football. You know That's correct. Yeah. Um, so I've, I've been, it's fine. That's okay. I'm mm-hmm. not, I'm not going to say, yeah, you guys go and play on your thing and I'm going to sit here for four hours and watch a football game. I don't yeah. have that type of time. So, but it just happened to work out this Saturday where I was like, okay, I saw this, this game, I'm interested. And it just happened to be like, the greatest four hours it was insane Uh you know and so periodically we went out and played we played football we played catch and did other things but i did get to watch it so it's like october is great october if you're a sports fan is the greatest month for sports you know college football is in full swing nfl games going on uh playoff mlb is in postseason right now Mm -hmm. i don't know who's who and don't care but you know if you're into baseball that's happening right now. Yes, um, I'm pretty sure NBA is, is going to start start up. I know NHL is.
0: Yeah, and they've they've been planned for mm-hmm. a few weeks now. So so it's like all of the big sports
1: like converge in October. Yeah, it's just cool, man. It's a great month. Yep. Um, but anyway, so all of this talk of October yeah. gets me thinking about Halloween, right? Yeah, and how or or Satan's birthday <laughs> if you're if you're uh, a young Aaron Johnson. Oh yeah. As my my wife used to think that when she was a little girl, she thought it was Satan's birthday.
0: Satan's birthday. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah I know that when I was young, I couldn't celebrate Halloween until like the 3rd grade was when my parents finally caved. And actually it was the pastor's w- wife of the the church that we were going to at the time who who they they celebrated like, well, they when they when I say celebrate, you know, they let their kids dress up and go trick or treating.
1: OK, we need to put a pin in that. And come OK, back go ahead. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> <Sorry>. with what? <laughs> I was hoping to not stop you dead in your tracks. Oh, OK. But like that thought, uh-huh. I want to talk about that. Later.
0: OK. Oh, but later. Maybe, OK. Yes. So uh, anyways, so in the, in the third grade, like I remember kindergarten, like I don't even remember Halloween existing. Mm hmm. Like that wasn't even on my radar. But when I went to public school, that in first and second grade, you know, they would have Halloween parties. Uh, we couldn't, I couldn't dress up. I couldn't participate. Did you want to? <laughs> Desperately. Okay. Desperately wanted to participate. Like, so when we did a good job on our classwork, like the the teachers had stickers, right? That, that they could put on our work mm-hmm. while they had Halloween themed stickers in it. And, you know, they would uh, bring my work back to me and it would have a great job, but it would be like a, a, of something Halloween related. And I'd have to go up and say, I can't celebrate Halloween. I can't have this stick around my work.
1: Oh, you were a very honest little kid.
0: Yeah. And, and so they would take it off. <laughs> uh, and you probably
1: thought you were Jehovah's Witness or
0: something. No, I, th- I mean, at that time. So this was Early I, I, I don't I don't know what what really uh what that area was like if 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 that area of Saint Paul was religious or not but they I don't know if they thought it was weird or 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 whatever so um yeah maybe they thought we were like something super strict like Jehovah's witness or mm-hmm. something yeah. so and then and then in the third grade that all sort of of changed mm-hmm. so and it and what what was interesting is that it wasn't just a change with my family, because when it, a, a, a group of us, a, a group of families who had been in one really strict Pentecostal church, who everything was the devil, uh, we left that church, and it was a big group of us, and we started going to a different church, so uh, that was less uh, strict and, and things like that. Uh, all of us, all all of the families and kids started, you know, being able to participate mm-hmm. in that kind of stuff. So um, uh, where did you want to go from here?
1: Well, you... I, I, I like I like what you're saying right now. Uh-huh. And I'm, I kind of want to hear more about what what you remember. Uh, uh-huh. So about uh, Halloween as a kid and well, what your parents thought about it.
0: My parents. N- so even to this day, my mom. Does not any like anything that has to do with like dark spiritual stuff. Okay, which is I think is great because n- neither do I. Um. So uh, so, but that when I was a kid, when 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 we were doing this stuff, um, you know, I was dressing up as like Zorro mm-hmm. or a, a ninja or, or a pirate, and it never had anything to do with. Uh, the occult uh, you know part- participating in the occult we didn't have halloween parties mm-hmm. or or um i didn't go to any halloween parties or or anything like that yeah. we didn't do haunted houses or anything so it was just like a way to get together with with friends and and family and hang out together and you know walk uh through the neighborhood and and things like that so yeah it wasn't we never we stayed away from i guess the the i guess what you could call the spiritual side of it and and were more interested in the fellowship mm-hmm. i guess that we we could have yeah okay okay and that and and that didn't change as I got older um we even though like I became more aware of of, uh, I always knew that there was, you know, occult pagan stuff related with Halloween, but as I got older, my interest in that never increased. Mm-hmm. And so I was never, you know, drawn to that sort of stuff. And I credit, you know, my parents and going to church for that. Sure. So,
1: yeah. Um, okay. So <laughs> every year, every year I I have these thoughts and have this conversation with, with somebody, Mm -hmm. whether it's just Aaron and I talking about it um, randomly. If we, uh, if we, you know, catch a glimpse of the new latest horror movie that's out. Yeah. That they show on network television. That's like frightening to a young child. They're just like, Oh yeah, this is coming out, you know? Mm -hmm. And we're like, here we go again. We got to do this. It just seems like, I don't want to get ahead of myself. Anyway, <laughs> so we, uh, I my childhood was, was this. We didn't celebrate Halloween. Uh-huh. <clears throat> it was a, a big fat, no, not a chance. Didn't dress up. And I don't know that I cared to. Right. There's never anything that I, that I was like, oh man, I wish I could go trick or treating. I remember when I was young, I remember being at my grandma's house when she lived in Rockford and, and they were doing a test. I kind of laugh about it now. Cause I'm like, what are you doing this you know but they they were testing all of us and i think deep down i felt like i was being tested okay but but my mom and and somebody else i won't you know throw everybody under the bus here but they they were like they were like i think this year we're gonna let you celebrate halloween if you want to uh-huh and i was like okay and they were like do you want to and i was like no and they were like yeah why and i was like i don't i think it's evil i think it's wrong and they're like okay mm-hmm. all right you can go back to playing you know
0: and they said, apparently did that with everybody. My, my, that's, okay. that's very familiar because my church and my family did that too. Okay. So I, I remember it clear as and day. You,
1: did you pass the test? Uh, yes. <laughs> I passed because I was a really good kid. Um, but uh, yeah, it was, it was my mom felt very, very strongly uh, against it and was mm-hmm. like, this is not something we do. This is wrong. This is evil. We don't celebrate Halloween. Mm-hmm. And she was very, very, strong about it and about magic, about sorcery, not, not just Halloween about like she was against watching Fantasia. Yes. Be, because it had all sort of wizardry and.
0: Oh uh, yeah, all man. That stuff. like what,
1: Lots of stuff. Go ahead.
0: When, when we, when our family watched it, we had to close all the curtains in our house and <laughs> shut the, the, the lights out.
1: Couldn't and out. we,
0: we, our parents like made us swear That we wouldn't tell anybody in our church that we were gonna watch Fantasia because it had magic in in it.
1: uh Was this a strict Pentecostal church you went to? Yes. Okay. uh Gotcha. And I heard someone on YouTube, uh, um, I think he's a Calvinist, or he may lean that way. No, he's one of those, uh, what is it? I guess it doesn't matter. Baptist, uh, what is it? The Reformed baptist
0: so he's a calvinist
1: okay sure but i I heard him talking about that about how they weren't even allowed to eat uh, lucky charms uh for that reason like luck and magic yeah magically delicious (laughs) no lucky charms right and i was kind of chuckling about that and i was like i wouldn't put that past you know my mom at that time anyway (laughs) and uh and so here's the thing so I, i feel like everyone has i've been wanting to do this halloween episode especially referring to like what what is the christian perspective on halloween uh-huh. This this is the big question that I ask every year and I see all these differing opinions on Facebook every year about Halloween. What does the Bible say about it? What is all this? And I was like, man, we need to just do an episode. And so I found uh I found a YouTube video uh with Mike Winger. Yeah. And so if you're interested in it, just type in Mike Winger Halloween and it's like seven types of Halloween or seven um reasons for not
0: celebrating Halloween or
1: something like that.
0: Yeah. What I'll do is I'll link it in the yeah, the go. show description. So y'all can watch that.
1: And it was good. And I was not planning on even starting from that place. I mm-hmm. just wanted to hear, I'm like, Oh, Mike Winger talks about Halloween. Cool. I'd love to hear it. And, um, you know, cause we've talked about him before. I like him, uh, to some degree. I right. really, I think he's great, but I also really disagree with him sharply on other things. So yes. I thought, oh, this, is a, this is a good, A good uh, way to do it. So this is kind of what we're talking about here is, you know, what, what should the, what should the Christian perspective be about Halloween? Mm -hmm. Because I feel strongly about it. Mm -hmm. And as much as I want to look back at my past and be like, oh, my mom, she was just so strict and, you know, yeah, might as well have been Pentecostal holiness. I really respect the heck out of my mom for, for having discernment to see what's behind things. Mm -hmm. A lot of times what's, what's the spirit behind a movie. Yes. What's the spirit behind something that is uh, seemingly innocent? And I feel like she has really, really sharp spiritual discernment on this area, you know, and mm-hmm. and you know many others. But um, and so I I I keep hearing all these believers talk about, oh, when I was a kid, you know, we were strict and we didn't do any of that. I'm not that way now, and I'm always right. like, well, I am. Uh huh. So I am probably a stickler. Uh huh. You know, if you're listening to this and you're wondering, well, where are you at? I'm. I'm. I don't celebrate Halloween. Mm-hmm. I, I never have, I never will. our our kids are not gonna do anything Halloween mm-hmm. um, I have strong feelings about it, but I'm also gonna in this conversation call myself out because I also do have some hypocritical things probably. okay uh, I'm also not trying to sit here and call out Christians that do celebrate Halloween. I think mm-hmm. I just want to have like a, a comprehensive conversation about why you should, or shouldn't, or why do we do things? Maybe we'll talk a little bit about the history. Of yep, it. we can do that. Like that. I mean, it's a little convoluted. I think Mike Winger makes a good point about the history of it.
0: It is Complicated. one of the most convoluted histories of anything I have yes. ever researched. is worse than the date of Christmas.
1: Sure. Yeah.
0: Uh-huh. Yeah. But. I
1: will say, even having and I agree with you on that, I do think it's convoluted, but there is a very common origin in Ireland and Scotland. Yep. It always starts there. Uh-huh. And any any holiday that's celebrated either Halloween or Dia de los Muertos. How do you say that? I can't I can't Day of that. the Dead. Day of the dead, yeah, we'll just call it that. Yeah. Day of the dead in uh Central and South America. Mm-hmm. Um you know they they're they're really all an All Saints Day and mischief night, all of these things they're all really kind of like every holiday around uh-huh. this time is centered around death, yeah, and the dead, uh-huh so anyway, where do I start from here so and that was my childhood, okay, so it was like this is off limits. But some of my earliest memories, actually, when I was when I was going to public school, so we went to a Christian school for a while, Mm -hmm. and then when I after my third grade, I went to public school, and that's a hard age to transition. How? What were you when you transitioned?
0: So I went. I went to a a Christian kindergarten, and then I went straight into public school for first through the rest of my well, except for seventh and eighth grade. I went to a, a Lutheran school which you know wasn't any better i guess as far as um any better than public well so as far as the behavior of the kids it wasn't any better than and 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 what happened it, with their behavior, you know might as well have been a public school, okay, but we were taught you know very Lutheran things, sure, yeah, yeah, so I wonder if a lot of people think that about
1: Christian schools. I went to a few Christian schools, uh-huh, and uh I don't know if the, the behavior was worse, they were just better about covering things up, okay, which which just shows me that people are people, uh-huh <clears throat> you know, mm-hmm. and people just know um they're gonna do what they want to do. <laughs> I remember I, I would be at uh you know the, remember the restaurant Perkins I don't know if that's yeah the yes oh, I, miss I used to Perkins go to Perkins, so Perkins all the time man and uh, <clears throat> ran into these two guys who who went to the same school that I did mm. and I didn't know them we were just talking but we were sitting in the smoking section back when he used to smoke mm-hmm. in restaurants <laughs> and uh, and and so they, they were like yeah we go to Christian Life and I was like I was like oh okay cool and they were like yeah and they they do uh they do tobacco testing. 'Cause I went to Christian life and they didn't do that. And they were like, Yeah, they changed it. They now do drug testing, tobacco testing, alcohol, like whatever. And I was like, Geez, okay. I didn't realize y'all were in a, in a nunnery. It, it just it seems so strict. Mm-hmm. And I was like, So how are you able to get away with this? And they were like, We, you know, we after a couple of days, it's not in your system. So we just find ways around it. Right. And it just makes me like, yeah, that's I think that's how people are. You're mm-hmm. gonna do what you wanna do. Yeah. If you're if your parents are uh, w- w- what I used to think was cool and let you do whatever you want to do, you're going to do whatever you want to do. But if your parents are strict, you'll find very creative ways around it. Oh yeah, or you'll be miserable. Yeah. You know? oh, that's right. Uh huh. But um. Anyway, w- one of my earliest, one of my earliest memories about um Halloween, in in a very formative time. So that was fourth grade, probably fourth or, or fifth grade. Um, I. I still feel the same way then about Halloween as I do now, and that's that I don't like it, I don't celebrate it, I just don't. But deep down, I like certain things about Halloween. Okay, okay, and I, I'm I, I'm not trying to justify this at all. Okay, I'm not. Uh-huh. But I, it was a hard transition going from a Christian school to a public school at that age, mm-hmm. because I, I'm you know one one week I'm taking the Book of Timothy. In my class and everyone is a is a christian and then like the next year i'm in public school and this guy on that i can't even say this on the podcast because it was so vulgar my first day he comes up to me and says something it was, it was it's still i'm an adult and it's still super vulgar and i was like this is messed up where am i uh-huh and it was like me and some of my older brothers were talking we were just kind of comparing notes about how this is not where Jesus lives. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> it was rough, man. It was a hard transition. And so everyone celebrated Halloween. Uh-huh. And so where we lived, I walked to school and it wasn't, you know, too bad a block or two. And uh, it was the craziest thing to walk to school and to like you, you see classmates walking, you know close across the street behind you in front of you people you go to school with you're all kind of converging in this block where the school meets it was the craziest thing to be like like morning and walking down the street and seeing people in full halloween costume because you get to wear your your halloween costumes to school yeah and it was cool and it was kind of creepy Mm -hmm. it was like this is weird i think scream was out at that point okay as i was seeing the scream mask i still think that scream mask is like the scariest thing (laughs) And so seeing that thing, I was just like, this is wild. And everyone was dressed up. and But nothing in me wanted to participate. I didn't care. Mm-hmm. It was just kind of cool to see and be like, this is like bizarro, bizarro world, man. You know, I uh, okay, go to school yeah. with these guys all the time. And it's like all of a sudden, everyone's in these costumes and everyone's scary. Mm-hmm. And they're wearing their costumes all throughout the day. And there's candy being given out. And like someone's reading a, a Halloween story from the from the PA system, and uh, we watched—I um, can't remember what it was. Did you watch Hocus Pocus? No, I have never seen that. Actually. Okay. i in high school. We watched one of the Vincent Price movies. Okay. I can't remember what it was, but yes, yeah, so if you if you grow up in public school, that's the thing. It's always like the week of Halloween, you do a bunch of stuff like that, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, but it was kind of cool. And and admittedly, <clears throat> I love Halloween episodes on TV, like of like 90s, you yeah, know, yeah. like Home Improvement uh-huh. used to do the best Halloween episodes.
0: Yes. Uh-huh.
1: And like 90s Nickelodeon used to do how remember Nick or Treat? Yeah. Yeah, I do. Yeah. yeah. Uh Knicker treat and they like they celebrated how like every the entire thing was like Halloween themed all throughout the month of October. Doug had Halloween episodes, Rugrats, Mm -hmm. Rocco's Modern Life, everything had Halloween episodes. And I was like, this is cool. I loved, I like, I like seeing episodes that are like totally different, you know, yeah. And uh, especially Home Improvement, they had the greatest Halloween episodes. There's like four of them that are like fantastic. And I've seen them as an adult actually and been like, Uh This was good. Like I still like this. <laughs> so, I guess I say that to say that like I'm not the Halloween is of the devil, whoever celebrates it's going to hell sort of a person, right? But at the same time, it's pretty bad. I think. <laughs> uh-huh. So, uh, so that that's kind of where I'm at. I, I think like I know deep down, I really don't like it. the mm-hmm. The holiday the spirit like behind what Halloween is all of the history, even though it's convoluted, it's all still points to the same thing to me. It just seems like an obsession with death, the occult, fear, terror, all that stuff. Mm -hmm. Okay. So we can kind of go through some of this if you, I've been talking a bit, but, um, so that's kind of, that's kind of the basis of where I'm at. I'm against it. I don't like it, but there is something that's kind of fun. Yeah. I think I Mm -hmm. see but i I've never wanted to participate because I would be celebrating Halloween mm-hmm. and not just that, I just don't want to, right. you know, I don't want to get sucked into it. Mm-hmm. And the older I'm getting, the more I'm real i'm I'm having a little bit more firmer feelings about how I just really don't want to participate yeah and and we'll get into why uh, later, but um okay, do you have anything so we can talk about history if not?
0: Well, um no, uh I mean uh no, let's get let's get into the the history. Uh, if that's okay. Yeah. Um, so when I was I tried to read a bunch of uh, academic papers on like the origin of Halloween mm-hmm. and whatever, and they all said basically the, the same thing that, yes, you know, there it is related to the uh, the Irish and Celtic holiday of. Uh, I'm going to say Samhain. Yes. Samhain, thank yes. you. Uh, or Samhain, as yeah. some people call it. And then um, then the Roman Catholic Church baptized it in the 7th century mm-hmm. um, and then switched it to October in the 8th century in order to compete with, uh, with the Samhain or whatever it's called. Yeah. Um, Cuz they
1: they tried to move it to spring.
0: They did try they, to move it to spring, right? You don't
1: you don't change an Irish man's mind.
0: Nope. so they were like, <laughs> nope. That's good, yeah. This is our holiday. Uh-huh, right. They we're like,
1: okay, well uh-huh. we'll move it to yeah.
0: you know. Yeah, so they tried to baptize that. They made the the feast days you had all Hallow's Eve mm-hmm. and you had the creation of 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 soul cakes. Mm-hmm. That people would um If you were poor, if you were a starving artist, um, you'd go door to door and offer to say a prayer, say a poem or whatever for that person's uh, deceased loved one. Mm -hmm. And they'd give you a soul cake. Mm -hmm. If you don't know what a soul cake is, it's a donut.
1: It's like a... It's
0: like a donut.
1: Yeah, but like I I say, because I think donuts are Uh delicious. Right. But I think British people are horrible at dessert. So it is a lot is, of this stuff comes from the Roman Catholic Church, uh, and it's like there, raisin is not a dessert if it has raisins or apricots. Or, okay, <laughs> I, I i have strong feelings on this, as uh-huh. you can tell. My wife watches the British Baking Show, and it drives me bonkers to hear it. Like, they make really good stuff, and it's yeah. just fun to watch. Yep, but. But it's like, and and, and for dessert, I made this apricot stew with turnips and raisin cakes, and I'm right. like, that's not dessert.
0: That's gross, man. I love raisins. <laughs>
1: that's fine, but I like dessert is like donut with chocolate and cream filling. Yeah, I man. I sound like a fatty right now, but like I I love dessert, man. Mm-hmm. I feel very I have strong feelings about dessert.
0: Uh-huh. <laughs> so, anyways, anyway, it's it's like a British donut, uh-huh.
1: which means it's probably gross.
0: Yeah, but but uh, but the thing is, is like, even though they they tried to baptize it, they, they just they couldn't keep the paganism out of it. Mm-hmm. And so uh, and, and and, you know, the thing with Roman Catholicism is that they also had like purgatory and, and things right. like that. So yeah. but even
1: mo- OK, side note, even modern Catholics still believe. in purgatory, Yes, they still right?
0: they a lot of them. I, I don't know about all of them, but I know many, if not the majority still believe in purgatory um i didn't actually look that up but i i mean i still hear purgatory being talked about right in catholic circles so right. okay anyway, uh, side note. uh yeah so and you know so the people would leave the soul cakes out for their deceased relatives whose spirits would come and supposedly eat the the soul cakes or or, or whatever, okay. You know, and that's kind of like a, a cross cultural, uh, belief. If you're not uh, like uh, an evangelical Christian, so mm-hmm. there's c- cultures all across the world, mm-hmm. uh, who leave who who leave stuff out for their dead relatives uh, during special times of the year, like the the Chinese do it. Yeah. Uh, so if you if you see the movie, Shang Chi. Um, they talk about leaving out wine and cigarettes. And then if you see the movie Coco. Yes, um, which I have seen, actually. Yes. So they they set up altars. Yeah. And they put all their deceased loved ones' favorite stuff on, on the altar, and their spirit comes and visits that altar. And But you say it like that, it sounds terrible. Right, right. So, <laughs> but I mean. The movie was so innocent and fun. Right. So. Oh, I mean, so when Mike Winger brings uh, up this stuff in the video and the, I yeah. was like, he's like, it's, it's evil. And I'm like, my, you know, uh, heart of an anthropologist is cringing a little bit. I'm like, but they don't know the gospel. That- <laughs> right. But we, do. <laughs> we but do. We do. So yes, we, we, we do know the gospel. Yeah. And So I'm like, okay, yes. Um, so I have to admit that yes, it's, it, it's, it's pagan stuff. So um they even even with the the catholic influence mm-hmm. of of carving pumpkins and trying it to get to remember the the saints of, of the past who who gave their their life for the faith uh, yeah. or 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 who are good influence on us they still uh they couldn't um baptize Halloween or all Hallow's Eve mm-hmm. completely to, to remove the, uh, the pagan influence right. uh-huh. from it. And so, um,
1: okay. So yes. And I, let me say this one point <clears throat> that I heard Mike Winger say this, and I think I agree, but I had a hard time with it. He was saying the history of Halloween is so convoluted. Mm-hmm. You can almost get nowhere. So it's almost a moot point, right? It's almost like pointless to talk about that. And I agree because you're not going to convince someone whose whose kid is dressed up as a bumblebee, right? That this has pagan roots, and you know, saw went. It's like okay, but they're not doing anything pagan. Uh-huh. So th- I get, so I get that point. Uh-huh. But at the same time, I would say it's really important to to go back to roots of things. I, I and so when I see that, it's like that's the root. It uh-huh. wasn't like the world corrupted. Uh-huh. It was evil at its core. Yeah, and it was and, and it's really everywhere. Like like mm-hmm. you said, I'm not saying that the, the Celts and the Irish um, uh, or whatever. I don't know which is the Irish and the Scottish corrupted every culture. Like you said, like the the um, the Asian countries have their own thing mm-hmm. in South America. They have their own thing, but they're all still connected. And just I feel like at the root, it's all about communication with the dead
0: or the right. celebration uh-huh. of the dead. Yeah, yeah. Which
1: is truly necromancy. Uh-huh. Communicating
0: with the dead. Right, that's pretty evil <laughs> i mean it 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 is once you know better mm-hmm. okay when you're when you're ignorant of it, um well, okay, I'll push back on that. it's okay. evil period it's it's evil period, <laughs> yeah, but if you don't know you don't you don't know yeah and, and, and so like uh, there has to be something in
1: you though that's like communicating with the de- is that freaking you out that sound no, like? no, okay. I'm just. I always think it's a dog. I just don't. I don't even notice it
0: anymore.
1: <laughs> we have we have to people listening. Uh-huh. We have this screen that's uh-huh. pulled together by magnets. It's the magic it's, mesh. Yes. Okay. Magic mesh. Yeah. So when when the wind blows, mm-hmm. it pushes towards the door, which is attractive. Anyways, um, there has to be something in you, even if you're not born again, that says like communication with the dead's kind of weird,
0: you know there has to be something that's that that has to be like is this right i'd ha- I, I would honestly have to ask somebody who's grown up with that
1: that's a good point sure
0: i i, I re- that's the only way that i i, I could be mm-hmm. um sur- sure about that but but maybe
1: yeah
0: um the, you they couldn't they couldn't remove paganism from it and they mm-hmm. even like it seemed like they were wishy-washy on it. it man i'm about to do some algebra here mm-hmm. mental or uh <laughs> gymnastics here um in in one way it's kind of like a bane to an an atheist okay because it shows that at every culture through, throughout history believes in a spiritual or supernatural world Mm -hmm. okay of 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 either like creator spirits or an after or an afterlife sure right okay um but uh so so there's that but but the the problem and and then there's also the 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 idea of okay communicating with the dead bath okay (laughs) memorializing the dead not so bad. Okay, it's important to remember that we're mortal. We we die. Let's make the best of our lives. Let's serve and honor God. Uh, let's you know serve our our community. And 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 I would say a lot, some of this is even uh, in the Old Testament. The idea that uh, that Abraham was buried with
1: his fathers. That's right. You know, yeah. and mm-hmm. they they took Joseph's uh, bones from Egypt mm-hmm. and laid it next to. So there is something about about recognizing respect for, for the dead.
0: Yeah. And it's like where your burial
1: is at matters.
0: Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. But th- so, y- you know, you could make a case for, and, and that was really kind of the most pure part of all Hallows Eve or, or all saints day was to remember the saints that mm-hmm. came before you. However, where it kind of falls apart, um is when their spirits uh come and eat these soul cakes. <laughs> yeah. Okay, yeah. because they're supposed to be at rest. Right. Yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. Uh and and so the belief that uh you know the the veil between there you go. this world and the spirit world is thinnest on 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 Halloween night. You know, that's that's pagan. It's it's paganism. Pagan. Yeah. And 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 so uh all the all all of these people, you know, who died, uh, they're supposed to be um at rest. And if you if you've got spirits who are who are out like like, that's not going to be your deceased loved ones. Right. Exactly. Okay. You're not really communicating with the
1: dead. You just uh-huh. think you are. Right. The devil would love you to believe that you're communicating with your dead relative, uh-huh. but it's probably just some demonic spirit. Right. And that's the thing. I'm not even saying, oh, that's hocus pocus. I'm saying it's real. And that's why I'm against it. Yeah. The the spiritual world is very real. The Bible could mm-hmm. not be more clear on this, you yeah. know? Uh-huh. that that there are angels and demons and there are lying spirits that would love to deceive you that would love to torment you to possess you to kill you if they can this is their their bent is to destroy the sons of god mm-hmm. like by all accounts and and keep people from believing the truth i think that's why i have such a strong uh dislike for the season it's not because i think it's all just well that's the world it's evil Mm -hmm. and i don't like when when christians or or anybody like tries to like neuter it like the church tried to you know like uh, like i i get it pretty much has been neutered for the most part but now we're seeing a crazy weird sick resurgence but once again we'll come back to that Mm -hmm. but um uh, i i I don't I don't think they're communicating with it at. I think they're communicating like with the Ouija boards and the the seances that happen and things like that. I'm still so weirded out by that like in a movie uh-huh. if it's a
0: cartoon I don't like it man uh-huh well you know with all that you can I mean there is a spiritual component to that but you can also blame one other thing for the Ouija boards and seances and that is the enlightenment.
1: Okay, you're going to have to educate me a little on that.
0: Where where reason, it's again, where reason in the mind just trumped everything. And where any kind of emotionalism or like spirituality was reduced to uh, superstition. Okay. Okay. And so that, repre- that re- repressed people. Okay. And then out of enlightenment, uh, the enlightenment era, you had... Uh, a movement called romanticism. Mm-hmm, right. Okay. And that's, you know, if you've seen the movie Moulin Rouge, yes. Um, you got the Bohemian people that live all around that area. They're all part of the Romanticism movement. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, you know, which is was kind of like a protest against all these stuffy Enlightenment era mm-hmm. um whatever. Yeah. And and so <laughs> you'd you'd have if we just i just went over this with my uh, high school history class mm-hmm. you'd have these people who are very well to do in, in in European society completely like on board with enlightenment philosophy and but you know they'd have parties uh secret parties and and, and even societies where they do these seances because they were so spiritually repressed okay. that it kind of uh, created this very unhealthy outlet. Okay. And, and, and it didn't die. Hmm. Okay. Just, there's so many uh, examples in right. history of this. I th- there, there is, but <laughs> as far as, as in Western so- society. Uh-huh. Okay. Um, I think that's where um, you know, we get the the interest with uh the the seances in Ouija boards. And then when like uh 70s and 80s, and I guess you could say sixties, when a lot of the other spirituality, spiritual um religions or spiritualism. Yeah. Okay, when yeah, yeah. when when that got started cropping up in the sixties, that's when it started to go mainstream. And people started to uh, tolerate it more and more. And then here we are today Mm -hmm. with like arms wide open Creed song. (laughs) As soon as you said that, I could hear his voice. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah.
1: And we're all better for it. It Great.
0: I like to blame a lot of stuff on the Enlightenment era. I realize that. But that's because so many people prop up the Enlightenment era Mm -hmm. as far as uh, reason and 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 logic goes uh well because it did it it did an unbelievably tremendous
1: thing to the to to the world.
0: It did. You yeah. know, uh-huh.
1: to, to to science and medicine.
0: Exactly. Good night. Industry. We owe, yep. Yeah.
1: We owe so much to that. No we question. do, yeah. But yeah, like like
0: most things, it's mm-hmm. like it's all it's a double edged sword. Yeah. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Sure. So but I, I think like uh and and I, I kind of fall into that postmodern fad where um, you know, I like to deconstruct all of the uh things that made me mad <laughs> um, all the repressive stuff I think. yeah, okay, so okay um
1: but you 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 were saying this about I'm curious where you were going with this thought. you said it's a bane to the atheist because
0: you look around at every culture and you see there is some sort of huh connective tissue right and so you've got 95 percent of the world believing in the afterlife or some sort of spirituality mm-hmm. then you have five percent of the world oh they're they're the ones who are right just that five percent right. yeah right okay. yeah, yeah, yeah so that's a good point yeah. so you know they have to wrestle with that fact and they and the way that you know you can do the atheists i think can do, do that is they're primitive yeah so yeah so uh, you said something that, that triggered a memory, and this uh-huh.
1: is really funny. Okay, so uh, it, it has to do with what we've been talking about, and it, it has to do with uh, with the now. Okay, so I, I worked at this 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 place, this automotive place, and I talked to this guy, and he was like, he was like, hey, so what do you what are you going as uh, for Halloween? Mm-hmm. And I stole somebody else's line, and I said, I am going as an adult. <laughs> and he was like, he was like, oh, what are you one of those Christians? Mm-hmm. doesn't celebrate i was like yep you know as i always say i'm i'm one of those sure whatever you know i just, I, I quit fighting it now <laughs> i'm not like no no i'm cool, cool. Uh-huh. look well, i'll turn my head backwards you know <laughs> like i got tattoos man I'm, I'm just done playing that game so i was just yeah, like, yep, yeah that's me uh-huh. and, and he was like no 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 he was like why don't you celebrate halloween uh-huh. and i said what are you celebrating
0: all right okay uh-huh.
1: Yeah. So that, that was, that was, and I uh-huh. said, what are you celebrating? And he was like, no, 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 bro. He's, who's not a Christian. This guy's uh-huh. not a believer. Okay. Mm-hmm. So he said the funniest thing to me, he said, no, I, I, I bet you think it's like really bad or something. Right. And I just kind of stared at him and I was like, what are you celebrating? Uh-huh. And he was like, he's like, okay. So like the history of Halloween is this, uh-huh. he's like, he's like, all it is, is that like the, the Irish and the Scottish thought it believed that the, the veil between the living and the dead was the thinnest, on halloween and uh so there was a lot of like spiritual activity a lot of demonic and and the dead would come back and so to keep them from possessing your soul you dressed up like a demon so they didn't know which was which Mm -hmm. and that was what he said to me and i stared at him (laughs) it was like i let a very long awkward silence fall (laughs) and i was like were you trying to convince me of something <laughs> that
0: it wasn't bad? <laughs> right, I bet you th- like, th- like, th- like it's no, bad. no, no.
1: I bet you think it's bad. Uh-huh, no, no, yeah, no. Yeah. It's really about demonic possession and <laughs> keeping yourself from I uh-huh. was just like, you are so badly proving my point right now. <laughs> and I was just like, right. So back to what I said, what are you celebrating? He uh-huh. was like, he was like, nothing. It's just a fun holiday. And I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, but I don't, I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't understand why you would do that. So anyway, Mm -hmm. that's what I think of when I think of history and so every little piece of Halloween has something to do with that. I get that it's, it's, um, it's, a a culmination of lots of different cultures. So many things of American holidays are that way, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, a good example. I bring these two up all the time. This is where I I guess I suppose I have to call myself out a little bit. Um, I bring up Christmas and Easter. There are two very pagan things. Um, that that we do every Christmas and every Easter, and I I guess I I never knew that they had pagan origin, and now that I do, I don't really care. Mm-hmm. Is the Christmas tree <laughs> yes, uh-huh. and the
0: eggs yeah. I well, as far as the <laughs> eggs goes, like I you know I was curious about that, and what I've seen is that maybe I'm wrong, maybe this was with the rabbit, but the Lutherans introduce the eggs
1: is that right Yeah, what i
0: understood I, so some people say now it's a well, cause, cause babylonian fertility goddess right 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 and, and, and that's it,
1: true the, the easter was the babylonian fertility goddess and and the eggs had to do with with fertile uh, yeah being, being fertile right
0: uh, yeah there again i think it's, i wonder
1: if that's lutheranism trying to baptize that tradition
0: it, it could be like i you know there's i think the reason why we have Marxism is because a Lutheran church in Germany. so um, there there could be uh, th- th- that could be the case. So I know the reason why we have evergreens during Christmas is, especially with the Advent wreath is because of the Lutheran's. The evergreen symbolizes um, something important with <laughs> with God. I can't. <laughs> but I guess just you know, ever it's evergreen, everlasting, eternal.
1: Okay, in okay, in the circle. Um, right, okay. in in
0: the circle there. So, um I think that uh that could have been at one point pagan because mm-hmm. with with Germany, you have in in that area really, you have a lot of beliefs that date way back to the the Roman Empire. Uh-huh. Um so it, that could be in at, at different points in time a lot of that stuff made resurgences and mm-hmm. things like that. So, so
1: I, I think that that's where I understand Mike Winger's point, mm-hmm. just because it's like, there's so many things you do that we just do. We don't think about. Yeah. And it's like, it, I think when you get older, you start to understand the history of things mm-hmm. and you're like, why, why are we doing this with this tree? <laughs> why are we cutting down a tree and putting it in our house and decorating it? Uh uh-huh.
0: It's it. I know uh, why I do it. Why? Because, my family um, looks forward to it every year, and <laughs> I good, and we get go. to spend we get to spend time together um, as a family, putting up that tree, putting on the decorations. Blast.
1: And, I do it every year, and,
0: yeah. and and discussing you know where these ornaments came from, and we get to spend time together as a family. Yeah, and you know I I know that there are some Christians out there who uh, don't do that because they're like, oh, this is pagan it's roots. I I yeah. You know, I'm I'm sorry if this hurts somebody, but I would call them piously woke.
1: Piously woke.
0: Yes, where they're like they're just they're they're so like caught up with with the origins of thing right. of, of okay. that that they like they're if if they do something, you know, God is going to cease to exist or uh-huh. the, the the importance of of God is going to be removed from it. Like so if if you're if your kids are more concerned about um like presents and things like that is, is that the christmas tree's fault <laughs> no it's your fault as a parent for not teaching them the why you celebrate christmas yeah, uh-huh, yeah. so it, and okay so that
1: that kind of brings me to this point though mm-hmm. it's the i'm with you about the christmas tree i'm with you about
0: the eggs mm-hmm. it's just tradition i hate the eggs it's fun though. why because oh, it's uh, so much fun well, I like eating hard-boiled <laughs> eggs, and no, I like see, chocolate. I, don't.
1: I, 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 I What I'm referring to when I uh-huh. say eggs, I'm referring to stuffing eggs with candy and hiding them all over the okay. place for the kids uh, yeah, to, yeah. to get. Uh-huh. I did that growing up. Mm-hmm. Um, our kids do that. Uh, my wife, it's very tradition. Okay, my wife will watch an entire football game with me. And mm-hmm. it's like high stakes. There's millions of dollars on the line on every one of these football games. <laughs> yeah. Not just for the universities, but for the betters. It's uh-huh. a big deal. And I'm freaking out back in the day when I was like really into football. Uh-huh. I, I was at my mom's house and I was watching Clemson, Alabama in the championship. Okay. And I was just sick and tired of seeing Alabama winning it. And so I was sweating. I was like on my hands and knees watching it with anticipation. I was like pacing it was like timeout. I'm like, oh, my gosh, I can't breathe. I'm freaking out. And then after the game's over, Clemson won. And I was like relieved. And I told my mm-hmm. mom, I was like, oh, geez. You know, I didn't I didn't even have a team in this game. Mm-hmm. And she was like, that was you not having a team? <laughs> I was like, that's crazy. What does it yeah. look like when you have a team? So it's like <laughs> that's how much I get into these games. They're mm-hmm. so much fun. My wife – doesn't care at all Mm -hmm. she'll be she's interested of course you know i'll I'll be talking to her about it or whatever and uh she was she flipped out when the cubs won the world series because you know she's my wife and she knows uh, about the cubs Mm -hmm. and uh but like she just doesn't care it's not a big deal but when it comes to an easter egg hunt she is the most competitive i've ever seen like she is like nuts and so she is like it affects the rest of her day if she does not win that easter egg Mm -hmm. This is an adult. <laughs> it's hysterical to me, or like in the backyard playing bocce ball. You know, <laughs> uh, I, I've seen her come alive, like fire in the eyes, and I'm like, I don't care. This is just kind of fun. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, but anyway, we love the Easter egg thing, uh-huh. and I love, I love the Christmas tree. Uh-huh. It's pretty. I love trees. I love yeah. the smell. I love mm-hmm. decorating them. It, it, a lot of that is, is, is tradition. But I do, I agree with you in the sense I. Pious, woke, that's interesting. But I, I would at least say I think it's way too uppity to okay. be so concerned about that and just be like, oh, my gosh, do you have fun?
0: But yes. That's
1: that's what I wonder if what people think about me. Okay. When they're like, that's, I, I have a case for this, but go ahead.
0: That's one of my questions. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Oh, here we <gasps>
0: go.
1: <laughs> He's pulling out the journal.
0: When are Christians supposed to have fun?
1: Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. On, on, on these days of the year that the, the church calendar celebrates, I'm uh-huh. kidding of course, but yeah. Yeah. That's a good point. That's, that's how I feel about it. I just feel like, Oh my, like everything's like, Hey, do you want some eggnog? No. Do You know who that, that company is. <laughs> they sell, I'm like, okay, I can't, I can't go around making sure that I don't, there are exceptions, okay. If if a company really goes like we were talking about Disney, mm-hmm. if Disney goes that far, like they have been doing, the trying trans kids, I'm done with you. You're disgusting. You're not getting my money. I'm against you. But I can't follow every one of these corporations and know this coffee I drink comes from this, and they're a socialist, and this country is this. And I'm like, I just I want to live my life and I want to have fun, right? And I don't want everything to be political all the time, uh-huh. yeah, or religious all the time. I mean that in the purest sense of the word religion, not like okay, Christian, because yes. I wow. love, obviously I'm a Christian. Yeah. Doing a podcast, we're talking about the word all the time. Um, but like, I, I I do kind of wonder with people like that. And I'm, I have to be careful because I, I know people that were very close to them. Love these people, respect these people to the max. They are like, no Easter eggs. We do not do Easter eggs. And I'm like, okay, that's your thing. Uh-huh. That's not a problem. Yeah. I'm not going to call them woke or that they're lame or any of that stuff. I just, I'm like, I just don't, this is where we have to bring up Corinthians, you okay. know, yes. about, uh, um, that there's, there's nothing evil in and of itself, uh-huh. uh, if it's taken with Thanksgiving, I think you can see something and be like, okay, I'm sure it has some pagan root, but you know what?
0: I'm in Christ.
2: Uh-huh. I'm in Christ.
0: Yeah. I'm not afraid of anything like that.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, so uh, my my second my my point to that when are Christians supposed to have fun? There, the Israelites had seven feast days or, or seven feasts. Yes, the majority are festive and celebratory. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Oh, Christians, you know, uh, oh, okay, barely. Uh, so you, you got all these Christians out there who who can't even celebrate christmas and and then so that leaves them with resurrection sunday Mm -hmm. but then they're gonna abstain from the other stuff because it has you know pagan origins whatever i don't want to set put a stumbling block in front of front of everybody but when are christians supposed to have fun yeah like outside of a potluck at church yeah uh those are fun uh but anyways uh (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> when when do we get to have fun are, are we gonna be like these morose super serious trudging along yeah through the mud of yeah. of life yeah you know <laughs> uh blessings to you poor soul yeah, uh, or, or or something. Do you do you know what I'm
1: saying? I, I I know what you're saying because I I I'm trying to think of a good example of this. I had I had someone over at my house. Didn't really know this guy that well. He was like a. I don't know if all Cal Calvin, Calvinists are like this or not, but I just oh, when I wasn't living for God, I would say he has something up his rear end. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> That's the way that I I see a lot of these people because it's like. We're at a, at a going away party for my brother-in-law and this guy comes in and five minutes into it, he's having a discussion about predestination or something. Oh I'm, gosh. Like, I'm like, would you just, uh uh-huh. like, I don't even drink, but I'm like, have a drink and like, have fun. <laughs> like whatever's going to chill you out, man. Stop with your spreading your doctrine. Uh-huh. It's not life giving. It's just restricting. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so it's like, I, you may be listening to this. You may be thinking this, like. You're saying like have fun, don't be such a stick in the mud, all that stuff. Well, what about you and Halloween? Okay, here's my defense for that. Uh-huh. What I would say is this: We can get back to those two. Uh, what I would say is this. Okay, it's like yes, I'm sure there's some pagan thing about Christmas trees, but I don't know anything about it. Mm-hmm. We've we're we're born again, spirit filled believers. I've been doing this. It's a tradition thing. We cut the tree down. Like I said, decorate it. It's so much fun. Um, I love it. Okay, it's fun. But it's like, but that has roots in paganism. But here's the thing. I'm not celebrating paganism. I am not bringing this tree in because my great ancestors did this crazy thing. I'm just doing it because it's fun. Mm -hmm. It's like, but what's the meaning behind Christmas? It's about Christ. Right. Yes. It's about Christ. This is Mm -hmm. why when we wake up in the morning, the first thing we do with the kids is read the Christmas story. We're going to learn about how Jesus gave the greatest gift of all. God gave the greatest gift of all. That is what matters, Mm -hmm. you know, and and that's what we drive home. And it's like that's the meaning of Christmas. It's all about. It's totally Christ centered. Okay, so what's all this other stuff? It doesn't matter. Like I'm not going to be corrupted by it. I'm not celebrating. Like my whole life is about is about celebrating Christ. My life is is in Christ. So I'm not worried about anything corrupting that. Like it, if it comes to me, it's blessed, man. If it comes to me, it's under the blood. I'm not worried about it, okay? But the main thing is, I celebrate Christmas because it's the, where we celebrate the birth of Jesus Christ. Easter, same concept. I, I I don't. I know it's called Easter because some Babylon, Who cares? It's about it's about Jesus. It's about the resurrected Savior. This is the hope of our salvation, right. as Paul said. If Christ is not r- risen again, we are dead in our sins. Yeah. This is the greatest celebration ever. Uh huh. So it's great. So, color some eggs. They're blessed, anointed eggs. I don't care what <laughs> stupid Babylonian fertility thing. I don't care. It's uh-huh. fun. Yeah, eat the eggs, have fun, throw them around. It's it's tradition. Uh-huh. So that is what I. That's what I really believe about all this Halloween. What is it all about? Uh-huh.
0: There's nothing
1: good. It's not (laughs) about Christ. It's about death and like everything Uh about it. It's like weird to me. Uh And I'm like, I can't separate tradition and Uh having fun with like, like strip away things. Okay. This is what I have to say about Christmas. Like strip it away. What is it really about? Mm -hmm. Christ Easter strip it away. What is it really about? Christ Halloween strip it away. What's it about? Death, 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 (laughs) demonic, evil, fear, Uh This is it, you cannot separate fear from Halloween. They uh-huh. are interlinked. Yeah. Whatever historical thing you look at. Scary is Halloween and and Halloween is scary. It's like linked
0: man. Uh huh.
1: So that's my two cents.
0: Okay. So Tim J does not do Halloween. Uh, Tim T does mm-hmm. do Halloween. All right. Okay. Let's get into this. Yes. All right. So tell me why
1: you have no conviction uh,
0: <laughs> there. And, you know, there, there's somewhat, some of the stuff I looked up, there was confirmation bias. I'm mm-hmm. like, I agree with this cause I do it. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Sure. But it's uh, some of them went way, even though I agreed with them, some of them were like way overboard as far as like, ha 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 in your face uh strict christians who don't celebrate halloween i'm like okay let's just all calm down yeah all right so it, it we don't minus one person in my household okay uh we don't do the the evil crap mm-hmm. the any the pagan like witches stuff except for my son ethan who does whatever he wants <coughs> He doesn't do that anymore though. I think I think uh he, he he's really had a change lately and I think it's a large part of of because school he's got a good group of Christian I mean not just his teachers but his friends. Mm-hmm. You know, they're really good kids and so he's made this <coughs> change where, you know, he doesn't want to dress up as something scary. He has really little brother who, if he scares, I'm going to be on him about it. Mm-hmm. Anyways, so. Um, <laughs> a warning shot there. Yeah. But, you know, we, we don't do that stuff. Um, the, 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 I know the roots uh, of Halloween. Mm-hmm. The, those roots concern me. I don't agree with Mike Winger. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yet we still go trick-or-treating. Mm-hmm. And so I did like his his point about, is this girl dressed up as a bumblebee really doing something evil and you know i've got a kid in one of my classes who's going as the armor of god when he goes trick-or-treating right yeah so Uh uh, is he doing participating in something really evil let's have some discernment there and i'm gonna say no uh, i don't think he's participating in in something evil right okay because he's trick-or-treating and i agree with you uh he's getting candy uh we get candy. Um.
1: And and you you guys participate in a super safe neighborhood. We do. Yeah. It's
0: nice. Uh
1: I love you. I love your neighborhood.
0: A lot of our neighbors don't do Halloween. Yeah. Which I find half weird and half like refreshing to know, oh, there are, you know, people with very strong convictions, even if I disagree with them. And so are
1: these people (laughs) who don't do Halloween, are they Christians?
0: I know that there's quite a few in in, in our, in in our neighborhood. Yeah. So,
1: well, one of my clients, the one uh, right down the street from you uh, is, is a uh, Baptist
0: yeah. woman. And we, I haven't had
1: obviously a conversation like this about it, but, but she's like, she's like, I love seeing the kids dress up. Right. And I love giving them candy. She's like, mm-hmm. I, that's, I just love and She has the sweetest heart, such a sweet old, mm-hmm. old lady. Like I I love her. And it's like, I agree with you on that. And Mm -hmm. I think that's one of the points that Mike Winger brings up. He he shows a picture of like a cowboy kid dressed as Batman, them going out trick or treating. Are they participating in evil? Mm -hmm. No, of course not. They're just, they're doing like a traditional thing. Mm -hmm. That's like somewhere in history, you know, that that we've been doing for
0: years. Right. Your point is taken. I get that. So, and, and, uh, uh, you know, their dad, I, I, they're they're unfortunate because their dad's a theology major and you know whenever i get into a speech they're like
1: oh. here we go um
0: so you're about the enlightenment <laughs> yeah <laughs> if, if they say something and i'm like wait a minute what they're like oh. mm-hmm. <laughs> um That's yeah they have weird. to buckle up um yeah. so but but anyways um, for us, you know, they get to see their cousins, they get to see their family, you know, all the, co- they're all about the same age. So it's fun for them and they get to hang out for sure. Uh, you know, um, I have made it about the imagination. Okay. Um, I, you know, I believe the imagination is God given. And I think that is something that should be celebrated. Hmm. Um, you know, and this kind of goes back to our, our talk last time about uh, media in Christianity and how it's not good.
1: Yeah, okay. Yeah.
0: And so what do we read? One of the things that we rely on in Christian media is the popularity of stories that were told almost a hundred years ago. So we've got the Chronicles of Narnia. Yeah. Amazing.
1: Yeah.
0: Just like, I, dude, I love the Chronicles of, of Narnia. Yeah. All, all sort of magic. All, no, Well, not that, but it's Christian, but what have we done since then? Mm-hmm. Oh, I, I see what you're saying. Okay. We've got the Veggie Tales. That was in <laughs> the 1990s. We got Kirk Cameron. <laughs> well, that's, that's what I'm saying. Like, so we've got, Two really cool things: we have the OG Veggie Tales, uh-huh. and the Chronicles of Narnia, and Lord of the Rings. Okay. Lord, Lord again, a hundred years ago, almost oh, a yeah, hundred no, 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 years yeah. ago. What else do we have? Yeah, uh-huh.
1: <laughs> and I'm 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 sure you could point to many things. I I do know I do know that there is a uh, the guy who directed Benedict Cumberbatch the superhero, the Doctor that Doctor Strange,
0: Doctor Strange. The, he's uh-huh. a believer. He is, yeah, yeah. and uh-huh. he he directs all this scary junk. Like he does, <clears throat> he's directed horror movies. Oh, is that right? Yes, like <laughs> The Conjuring or something crazy oh, are you like serious? that. Yes, uh, that was like, my point. Uh-huh.
1: Uh, <laughs> uh, I was gonna say, like, I, I I like the idea that believers are just making or telling stories and just directing or producing. They're just doing it. It doesn't have to be like we're gonna make a Christian movie uh-huh. so that we'll encourage Christians.
0: One of one make of a good movie one of the uh one of the either producers or writers for the Hellraiser franchise uh-huh. is a very devout Roman Catholic i I don't get it
1: like I, how I feel could like I get that more than I do like a, a Pentecostal or a charismatic or right so, so Roman Catholicism doesn't scream like wholesome to me <clears throat> maybe yeah. I don't fully understand it it just seems like I I I think I hear Roman Catholic. I just mm-hmm. think of the Inquisition and torture. Okay, and torture yeah, I can see that. And I'm like, oh, I, that's like right along the Maybe, vein yeah. of Hellboy. Uh,
0: no, Hellraiser. Oh, Hellraiser. Yeah, with Pinhead.
1: Oh, I was picturing Hellboy. No. That's a funny
0: thing. Yeah, Hellboy. I don't. Yeah, know. I've never uh, seen
1: Hellraiser, so, a, so I don't
0: know. A very <clears throat> violent horror flick. Okay. Uh, and they're so, remaking it too. Yeah, they remade it. Um. uh So. uh And so. I, again i think that's a symptom of uh the imagination with within christianity getting repressed so we're oh, we're relying we're relying on these old stories to carry us through and we're just you know we've got so i think there's a lot of good children's shows like i i liked adventures in odyssey yeah and, and superbook i think those are all great for and, so those are, are are good and then we've got you know there's the the pilgrims progress yeah there's the what is it on right now media they have mm-hmm. uh but again that story is like 200 plus years old mm-hmm. so you're relying on something that was told a long time ago to keep the imagination of of, of evangelical christians or protestants what have you going and we're not creating very much new stuff that it that is meant to appeal to the popular uh to or you, you know like yeah. except for maybe now the newest thing uh, which is good is the the wing feather saga is uh, a new christian um children's uh, young adult series yeah that it was written by super popular. So that's, that's something new. Well, well that's
1: kind of what I mean. I huh. feel like there's tons of things out there that I'm mm. not even aware of uh-huh. that believers are doing. Right. And it's, it's not probably. just like retelling.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Of course, look, even the chosen, which is truly like as Christian as it gets up mm-hmm. the story of Jesus again, but it's amazing.
0: Right. It's amazing storytelling. Uh-huh. So there's always, there's always themes that can be re that right. can be re, retold and it, it not, but but how much is it getting done, and how not schlocky, yeah, or cheesy, or overproduced is it? Just to make sure that hey, you got to be Ned Flanders here, or right. you're gonna be. Uh, yeah. You can you can you're, be you're, creative in these uh, tiny
1: parameters, right? Yeah, and as soon as you go out of there, it's no longer Christian. Uh huh. And and I, I'm a, I love what you're saying right now mm-hmm. because I'm of the mind that it's like. God is so creative, man. Mm -hmm. Just tell a good story. Yeah. Like just tell, just do whatever you want to do. And that's, what's funny is that like, as, as much as I agree with, as some of the uh, people who've gone before me, who were very much like, don't do the magic thing. And uh, uh, really like I was talking about Fantasia and and wizardry and sorcery and all that stuff, as much as I agree with them, I'm also like, what about CS Lewis and, and all the magic, the magic, he like literally says magic and sorcery and, the, the idea of this parallel universe um, of, right. called Narnia. There's tons of magic and spells and witches and all that stuff. And it's like, I wonder, I know I wasn't really around when that came out, obviously, but I wonder what like a lot of charismatic, evangelical, whatever Christians thought of that. I wonder if they were like, that's the devil's work well, because e- it's magic or whatever.
0: I mean, uh, so with Lord of the Rings, like my, my parents didn't. Maybe my dad did, but my mom didn't understand that Tolkien was very devoutly christian he was yes he wasn't uh i don't he wasn't a Roman Catholic but he was a Catholic I forget it was like p o something cat- Catholic but he had he had great theology um he was inspired by a lot of the the early church fathers and and so of course I'm going to nerd out about that but yeah. His stuff was very mythological. Yes. Uh Also, like if you read the Silmarillion, which is about the creation of the place where Middle Earth is, you know they have a creator god, then they have uh, uh, deities um, called the um, Valar, um, and then then there's several different types of like fantasy races, like the elves Mm -hmm. and dwarves and. And men and orcs and goblins and things like that and then you've got the may the i don't know the may i or whatever the wizards mm-hmm. okay they do magic they talk about the unseen magic of the unseen world which is like dark magic and and, and things yeah. like that uh, and gandalf in uh in the hobbit throws flaming pine cones <laughs> at uh at orcs and wargs and trolls and and, and things like that yeah. And so my my mom, you know, when Lord of the Rings came out, the movies, when she saw the trailer, she's like, that's evil. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, no, that not. was made by a Christian. <laughs> right. yeah, it was no, written no by question. a Christian. And, yeah. And, and that's a that's a very
1: good. that's a very good thought. And that's kind of what I think about, because as I'm 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 reading the Chronicles of Narnia to my kids right now. Yeah. And so we're on Prince Caspian. Okay, and uh, so we've read, you know, this is the fourth one I think we've read, mm-hmm. and and every time it comes to something about wizardry or the witch or I, he's he's kind of a hard read I think, uh, C.S. Lewis is, and in some ways I think it's because he's British, yeah, and and they they have just a funny way of writing, and I'm yes. like, why don't you just say it? Right, and I'm it's like, the 40s you... and 50s, yeah, so. for sure. And so I'm reading it. I'm having a hard time, and I'm like, I'm like, we will, I'll read two pages and then ask, "You understand what I'm saying? Do you understand the story?" And he's like, "Kind of." And so I have to kind of give a brief summary, you know. Mm. And uh, but I love it. I, it's such a fascinating story. Um, all stories, I should say. But every time I come across all that magic and wizardry and all that stuff, I'm always like, "Now I don't have a checker in my spirit or anything like that," because mm-hmm. I know C.S. Lewis. Right. I know he's an amazing guy, amazing uh-huh. thinker. He loves the Lord. And uh, but I'm, I'm always like magic, huh? OK, I feel like I'm a little more open to the idea of like, oh, I think you can just be creative. Uh-huh. And I do understand the idea of like magic or whatever is almost like a way to say, like, we'll use your imagination mm-hmm. like I can fly now. Right, and I don't want the church to be like demonic. You cannot fly. <laughs> right, it's yeah. the devil's work. You know, uh-huh. I just I don't want that to be the image of the church. Uh-huh. So, kind of going, I, I'm fine to stay on this, but kind of going back to what you're talking about. As strong as as opinions as I have about Halloween, mm-hmm. I also feel like I'm really gracious towards people who celebrate it uh-huh. believers who do. Yeah, because I know they're not participating in anything demonic. I yeah. know they're just trick or treating with their kids, but I still. I'm still like, why are you doing that?
0: So if you, <clears throat> so here's where I am. If you repress the the imagination, mm-hmm. it's gonna have a negative outlet. And what's gonna happen is that you're gonna be seduced by other things. Okay. So Christianity, it's not meant to be a religion of doctrine. Okay. Right. It's yes. meant also to be there there is doctrine of course there's orth- orthodoxy yeah but there there it's also a, an experiential religion where you experience god and if you're all doctrine 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 all the time mm-hmm. and you're not about this is where i get into just my rants about christian mi- mysticism okay, okay? which You know, there's a whole argument out there about mysticism is pagan. Well, not within Christianity. It's not because you're filling, uh, you're you're all about filling yourself with thinking and meditating on on God God and his word Mm -hmm. and and things like that. So if you don't allow your imagination, Paul says you you, you take your imagination captive um, for Christ, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah he's the he, all things are created through him for yeah. him go back to him i don't know what it says in colossians there yeah and there was nothing john that was
1: created that he did not create yes.
0: right all
1: creativity is
0: can you um like all of that came out of god
1: oh that's beautiful
0: okay right so why shouldn't your imagination flourish right from serving and and believing and loving such a creative and imaginative God, mm-hmm. okay,
1: yeah, um, yeah, that's so great, dude. I, I feel like I had this conversation with with a lot of believers, like mm-hmm. like uh, people I'm close with, especially especially with my wife, because we always talk about like why is it that Chris, that most I'm um, there are some exceptions, mm-hmm. but most Christian media, all outlets, music, movies, TV, whatever. Why is it so, like, not interesting? Yeah. And here's the thing. What the world is creating is really not interesting anymore mm-hmm. as a whole. Yeah, they, it's They not. just recreate the uh-huh. same garbage again. And it's because they, like, they're total capitalists, you know, <laughs> it, which yeah. is, I'm a capitalist. But uh-huh. it, it's it's the idea that, like, that it's, like, let's remake The Lion King. Uh-huh. We don't have to create anything new. Right. You know, uh-huh. let's redo. They've redone Everything mm-hmm. they have redone everything, and I'm like, but there's no new spin. Mm-hmm. It's like we'll make her black, we'll make him whatever, you know, and I'm like, that's the level of creativity. You're Hollywood, mm-hmm. all of the greatest writers in the world come here, and this is what you guys have. redo it. I think what it is is that they're too afraid to take risk,
0: yeah, probably. because like
1: when when a new idea comes, uh-huh. there's a lot of risk associated with it. If mm-hmm. we make this. I'm trying to think of like Ben-Hur. Okay, uh-huh. this is old, old, old. Right. But like MGM poured every every last dollar. They were about to hit bankruptcy and they poured every last dollar into making Ben-Hur. And it was like, that was the biggest risk. If this movie does not do well, we're we're done. And Ben-Hur won Best Picture and and totally revolutionized the industry. Yeah. And you could say that about a lot of things. Like they took a chance with Steven Spielberg on Jaws, mm-hmm. which is one of my favorite movies of all time. Yeah. But- there's risk associated with it. And it's like, I think a lot of these people, they have so much wealth that they're like, we're not risking all this mm-hmm. for some young upcoming director who has a vision, you know, mm-hmm. because it could be trash. But I the reason I bring this up is because I wonder if now is the the perfect time because like the world is like not seeing any new create creativity. Is this the perfect time for the church to be like, we serve the God who created all of this? Uh-huh. Like let's, let's churn out some great stuff. Yeah. Let's churn out things that push the boundaries, you know, Mm -hmm. a little bit more that make even the church a little uncomfortable and says, should we be telling that story? Should we be doing that? That's kind of, you know, you're kind of, you're on the, on the fringe right there Uh with, with with that you're on, right on the boundaries, pushing the boundaries a little bit. That's a Uh good place to be, Mm -hmm. you know, in terms of creativity. Yeah. But I want you to say that last sentence. It was so good that I wanted to write it down. If you repress the imagination,
0: it's going to have negative outlets. You're going to be you're going you're going to be seduced by another influence. Okay, and so with Halloween, you've got all of the you have all of the spirituality with Halloween. There's a there's a store called the spirit of Halloween. Right. Uh Where you get your Halloween costumes. Did
1: Did you ever see the Babylon Bee article about the spirit?
0: No, I don't think so. Sorry, I just thought I'd throw this
1: out there. It it was like it was like five minutes after Noah left the ark, Uh it became a spirit Uh
0: Halloween. I believe that or a Dollar General. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Anyway, sorry. So, so, and you know, I think that's why people get anything like the church forbids. People are gonna be like, "Let me check this out." Exactly. Yes. Okay. Yes. Um. And I th- I think that's what you've got a lot of, uh, going on with <clears throat> Halloween. Is like, first, we're going to repress the imagination. Then we're going to say, hey, don't do that. Mm-hmm. Like, why? Let me look at it. Right. OK, so yeah. one of and, and this goes along with. I mean, I'm not sure how you're going to feel about this, but this only goes along with some of the media. Like one of my favorite book series is about uh, a, a private investigator in Chicago who who deals with like supernatural threats. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, And so I like that kind of stuff. I don't Mm -hmm. I don't know why it's because I find Christian entertainment boring. I'm like, uh, I I do. And (laughs) it's like, why do I do I need to watch another show about a special ops team? Because that's what I feel like my alternative is Mm -hmm. when it comes to fiction and and being a God fearing Christian, especially if you're someone who who is creative. Uh-huh. I really I,
1: I feel like I'm trying to understand this a little bit more and more now. There are some people who are very creative. There are some people who are like ultra, ultra creative and like so much. So like I think this is probably a stigma, but like I think it's, it's there's some truth to it. If you are someone who is like overly creative, you're also overly sensitive don't fit very well in boxes Uh you might not have like i I would say mental stability but not that you're crazy but just that like any confines drive you crazy Uh you almost like flop into this bipolar thing
0: (laughs) yeah because like so five years i was like oh five years ago or or so like i went on facebook and i said i want to write a where a novel about werewolves but it's going to have Christian themes and yeah. immediately like, are you sure you should be doing that? <laughs> Comments, you know, you're Christian. You're bringing up such a good point right now.
1: And I, I I don't know that I have a point to this, but I at least want to say this. I had a conversation with, with, uh, with uh, Justin, my brother about this. And he was saying what I don't want as I'm quoting him. He was saying, what I don't want is to tell my kids to be afraid of something. Yeah. To be like, we need to no, don't look at that. Don't do this. Okay. So should I tell the story? I'll be, I'll be vague. Okay. Okay. It's it's about my, it's about my kids. And so Uh I want to protect them. And uh, I'll I'll be as vague as I can be. Uh, We were in, we were in this place recently in a park somewhere. I'll tell you about it afterward. My son is, is very keen spiritually. Okay. Okay. I feel like he has, um, he might have some prophetic giftings. I'm not sure. Mm Mm-hmm. But he was telling me he saw something in, in in this in the spirit realm. He's playing by something and he saw something. I'll I'll not say what it was, but it was not anything good. Mm-hmm. It was evil. And it made me ask him question after question and be like, Wait, what did what did you see? Was this a real person? And it was so creepy. I was like, What? Wait a minute you have to tell me this again. What did you see? And I went over there and I was praying in tongues and I was just like, I was just, I wasn't like, let's go and charge it, you know, cast you out. Uh I was just like, this praying trying to ask the holy spirit i'm like what is this is there something did he really see something here demonic mm-hmm. and so i'm praying in the spirit i'm just playing the blood of jesus i'm taking authority over whatever i need to take authority of but i'm just not afraid i don't feel like i have to raise my voice and yell and scream and phone mm-hmm. with the mouth i'm just like <laughs> if you have authority you have authority uh-huh. so it doesn't matter how loud you scream right you know uh-huh. and so i just felt like man I, i'm taking authority here and so if he did see anything we're just gonna take authority over that mm-hmm. and so I, I i bring this up because someone that I was with said, oh, you're not going to let him go over there anymore then, right? And I was like, I don't know. Right. It was a moment where I had to just say, the old me would have said, yeah, that's bad. He doesn't need to go over there anymore. And the new me is, (laughs) that sounds funny, like the one who's not an alcoholic. (laughs) uh, I I feel like the the new way I'm kind of thinking about it is like, I just want to ask the Holy Spirit because I don't want to say, no, don't go over there. Mm -hmm. He's instantly going to be like what's over there? Uh I wasn't freaked out by that. I'm kind of interested in that. What is that? And if he knows it's a big fat, no, Mm -hmm. that might draw him. Mm -hmm. But I also have to use wisdom, right? Because if there is something dangerous Uh over there, spiritually speaking, I don't want him. My son. Yeah, sure. Go fine. Because I, I did, I did want to tell him, don't be afraid of the devil. Don't be afraid of anything demonic. Don't be afraid of that stuff. And he's like, I'm not, but then I have to tell him, but it's real. And they have teeth. You understand. And it's a funny line. It's a funny balance that I'm finding myself in where I'm saying, like, you need to know the devil is real. Mm -hmm. Every believer needs to know the devil is very real. Demons are real. They have power. They have authority. They can do lots of things in the spirit. They do not have authority over Christ. And those that who fully understand that they are in Christ, you know, who who walk in a level of authority. And I think there's something to be said about that. If If you're a disciple of Jesus Christ, you grow in your authority. You you have the fullness of Christ. I'm not saying like you become.
0: No, I know what you're okay, saying. Okay, yep.
1: I, I was stumbling yeah. there. Um, you, you have a more fullness understanding of your authority the more you grow in Christ. That's why the stagnation doesn't work in the kingdom. Mm-hmm. You don't get to be, sta- you're gonna get wiped out if you're stagnant. Right. You yeah. have to be growing. Uh-huh. So the more you grow in your authority, the more opportunity you have to use your authority. And if you've ever heard anyone talk about like the demonic, sometimes it's like, I thought I was ready. Okay. And then I met the witch doctor uh-huh. who put me in my freaking place, you know, uh-huh. or a, a good example of that biblically would be Acts, the seven sons of Sceva. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So right. the, the demon, they try to cast a demon out mm-hmm. in the name of Paul, Jesus, yes. whom Paul preaches. Right. The demon beat him up and sent him on their way. <laughs> yes. That's what, right. does, that, does that mean the demons have authority over Christ? No, yeah. they have authority over people who don't know anything about Christ. Yes. Who mm-hmm. are not in covenant. Right. So that's important to know. I'm at least, and I don't I don't have an answer. Mm-hmm. That's why I say I don't know that I have a point, except to say, I'm at least saying you need to know that this is real mm-hmm. and there it, it can be really scary. So that's why I'm saying right now, don't mess with that mm-hmm. because it's real. First, I would say learn who you are in Christ. Yep. Learn about your armor, learn about mm-hmm. all that stuff. We're not gonna be afraid of that. Mm-hmm. And as far as should you go over there, I'm gonna say don't, right?
0: But you know, yeah. So that that brings up a good point. Like, uh, like you know who you are in Christ, in and, and like because that's how my daughter was was saved. Basically, was learning through learning about deliverance and things like that. And and so that's a great point. And yeah. but 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 if to come back full circle, yeah. So the reason why we do trick or treating, okay, okay, is because that gives us um just a day to 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 um dress up as our favorite character mm-hmm. and we we're not the, our kids know mm-hmm. they know that it's not going to be this spooky scary stuff yeah. and and you know they're they're very creative we anna is way better at this than i am even though i love creativity sure. but she's all about encouraging them especially with the more positive creative stuff like uh um, like this year logan's going to be going as sonic Mm -hmm. um and then uh i I forget henry is going to be a pirate for whatever reason Uh um and then um my daughter is going as a a disney character yeah but uh you you know that's that's what it's about for us it's about the fellowship it's about the creating them um, candy, of course. And then, <laughs> you know, a, any pack yeah. of Swedish fish that they're going to get is probably going to be the parent tax I'm crack. Okay. Love it. There's
1: like no flavor in that. Anyway,
0: it's, <laughs> it's cherry, right? I is think chi- God, cherry. it's, it's, it's just like nothing. the, all the red stuff. Like, so this, the sour patch kids, the, the ones that are red, mm-hmm. they taste like Swedish fish to me. So I'm going to take You're them. Right, yeah. So, I can see um, that uh but anyways uh but they but they know like why we don't do the scary stuff, they right. know you know why we're opposed to it mm-hmm. and um and, and so so but i'm what I'm saying is that's when we make it about mm-hmm. you know yeah. I, cu- I call mm-hmm. it national cosplay day sometimes <laughs> should, just because yeah. I don't like the you know, the halloween stuff it, it it's it's so Overblown and boring. Like my brother, my brother, he's so funny. Whenever he sees a new ghost movie or horror movie advertised uh-huh. on uh TV, he has a field day with like, "Ooh, we're supposed to be scared again. And they're chasing uh-huh. us again." Uh-huh. So original. Yeah, yeah, sure. Uh-huh. <laughs> so <clears throat> uh, that's just the day where we celebrate the imagination hmm. for us because. Uh, you know, our kids are imaginative anyways, and, you know, every day they have, um, they use them, but, you know, that's the one day where we can just, you know, full on celebrate it. Like Mm -hmm. we would like, of you know, celebrate Easter every day, of course, (laughs) but then we have, it drives me
1: crazy when people (laughs) say that I'm sure. Well,
0: I mean, I'm just trying to use it as like an example, but then we have the day. Yeah. Where it's a full on celebration of yeah. of Easter. And so for 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 my wife and I, we've really tried to transition Halloween into just being a day about celebrating our our our, uh, our favorite characters mm-hmm. and, and, and whatever.
1: Yeah. And, and and so I think I think that's where I've changed on a lot of a lot of things. Um. And I, I don't know that it's a strong opinion. I think it's just about grace. Mm-hmm. And so uh, like, like understanding t- to be gracious to people and and not so against everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's what I don't want people to think about me or, or the church at large is that like we know so specifically what you're against. Mm-hmm. So what are you for? Okay. So what we're for is people. You yeah. love people. And you're not really going to get people to to see your perspective or hear your heart. If you're always slamming your fists and saying it's evil, it's the devil's work. Uh-huh. And so that brings me to, the, to this thought. Um, there was a time when I maybe was like so against Halloween that I was like, believers don't even need to be doing like dress up stuff. Not just not celebrating Halloween and going trick or treating. We don't even need to be doing harvest carnival, mm-hmm. any of that stuff. And I've since totally cooled on that. Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe being, maybe having kids has done that. Yeah. Here's the thing. If you have kids, you know, kids love to dress up. Yeah. It, my kids will dress up on a Tuesday. Yes. Like, it's so funny to come home and see them. Uh, we got, we got this, this armor, not even like armor of God. It was from, it's probably from, you know, Dollar Tree or something, but they wanted it. And I came home and they were like dressed up and it's so, their, their, uh their body posture changes. Mm-hmm. I remember when my son Paxton, the very first time he put a cape on and no one taught him to do this. He put the cape on and had the superhero stance. Hmm. He, he like, he stood upright, his back like got all upright. And I was like, and we saw him run way faster. And I've heard that there actually is a study that they say, if you're thinking about your superhero, your grip actually gets stronger. Hmm. Like it's like squeeze as hard as you possibly can. Yeah. You can measure I, that. And then they show uh, you a picture of Batman or something and it's like, your grip gets tighter. Yeah. So there's something about imagination that's very real that like kids need an outlet mm-hmm. to dress up and be silly. But I know people who are like, if you're a believer, you should not dress up on Halloween because that's participating in it. Uh-huh. And I may have agreed with that in the past, but now yeah. I'm like, no man, kids love to dress up. Right. And not everything has to be the devil. Right. Right. And, you know, uh, I'm trying to, what's the scripture where Paul says, like, to the pure, all things are pure. Uh, but, but there's also about, um, it's Corinthians, but it, it's essentially just about like how, uh, when he talks about, uh, I'm sorry, I'm struggling here. <laughs> eating meat sacrificed to idols. He said, like, we know that nothing in and of itself is evil. Mm-hmm. So there is no evil day. Every day is the Lord that, that, that every day is the day the lord has made Mm -hmm. and so everything i choose to eat is blessed you know um so that i think that's kind of the way i see it now i still don't like it i still will not participate in halloween but i'm also like if my kids want to dress up dress up we're just not going to go trick-or-treating you know i think that's my thing and maybe and it has more to do with a personal feeling than it has to do with like the history of halloween Yeah, There is something, though, that does prick at my conscience that's like um, you're going door to door saying trick or treat. That's not a good tradition. Uh (laughs) That's When I think about that, I'm kind of like that's that's totally like a pagan thing. I I think everything Halloween is a pagan thing. Yeah. (laughs) But I I, I can also I can also just be like I like Winger's take on this. And his take was this. We can hit some of the some of the major points. But uh, one of his takes on this was like. This is a time he doesn't go out trick or treating. So I agree with him on that. But he's also saying people are coming to your house expecting something from you. Mm-hmm. And if you're a Christian, you give them Christ. Yeah. He's like, I don't have to go to their house and annoy them. They're coming to me. Mm-hmm. So it, he does the gospel tract thing. And I think I have a hard time with tracts. Yeah. I just don't like tracts. Right. But um, he'll, he'll just say, hey, how you doing? I'm Mike. You guys live around here. Get to know people. Mm -hmm. And like, so that's the difference about the way that I was raised. And again, I'm, I'm trying to protect my family, my mom, everyone. Okay. I Mm -hmm. respect the heck out of them for teaching me all these things. Yeah. I think it's just, it was always like, turn the lights out. Here's some, we don't celebrate this. You know, Mm -hmm. people would knock at the door and
0: we would like hide. Like, like seriously, like this almost
1: sounds like satire. No, because that's what we would do.
0: Yeah. That's what we would do too. Uh I mean, uh, we, we would, but the weird thing is, is we would go to other people's houses and do that like our friends houses and do that. i like yeah. at the time I was like, I didn't think about it, but thinking about it now, it's like, yeah. why would we go to people's houses and turn off the lights and then hide together? Yeah. So yeah. Anyways, sorry. Go ahead. No, no.
1: But so that was the idea of, it's like, this day is bad. We mm-hmm. are not going to participate. Mm-hmm. Whereas now I'm kind of like, dude, I am a child of the light. I'm a child of the king. I have no reason to be afraid of this mm-hmm. and, and not even afraid. I have no reason to, to, to be so condemning of people who are not, who are not, um, who don't see, we're not born again. Okay. So it's like the eyes of their understanding are blinded. So why would I throw a rock at their head and be like, well, you shouldn't be blind. My, it's my <sighs> compassion. Yeah. It's my compassion. That's like, Dude, come to my house. Hey, how are you? You're going to you're going to if you're
0: going to meet me, you're going to get Jesus. Right. You so, know? yeah, I mean, that's like uh, uh Jesus citing Isaiah. And then you can I, I have Paul cites Isaiah about leading the captives out of the dungeon and mm-hmm. giving the blind sight. Yeah. 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 I got you. And you can't yeah. do that if you're hiding. In your you house, can't do that it's if dark. you're
1: hiding, or if you're if you're condemning everybody, right? You know exactly, and uh, and I so I think that's where I'm at. It, it sounds funny because I just went on this long rant about mm-hmm. how I don't sell, peel away all the tradition and at its root is like paganism mm-hmm. and evil, and I'm just I don't like it, but at the same time, I'm I'm also just I'm not intimidated by any of this stuff. I'm not intimidated by traditions of the world. Mm-hmm. You know, there is no day that's evil. There is no kids come to my house, and here's the thing: you, could, I know people would probably be upset that I that I we give candy now. Mm-hmm. Where we're at now, our driveway is long, so if you walk, if some kids walk all the way down our driveway and into my house, like, you should get a full size candy bar because that's right. a walk. It and is, the next it's. neighbors, you know, so no one comes to our house. Uh-huh. But when we lived in the, in that uh, townhouse, mm-hmm. we had trick or treaters come. Mm-hmm. And, and Cooper was like super excited to give him candy. Mm-hmm. And we were just like, you know, we didn't like witness to them or anything like that, but we were just, I want to get to know people. I yeah. want to get to know my neighbors. Mm-hmm. And so I don't want to be the guy who's like, oh yeah, his light was on. And he, I knocked on the door and said trick or treat and he shut the light off, mm-hmm. you know? And then I saw him the next Sunday, you know, uh, dre- dressed to the nines going to church. So he probably thinks I'm evil. I'd rather just, I'd rather them be like, oh yeah, that's the guy who gave us candy. He was like super nice. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, he goes to church are they, are they more inclined to hear you if you're just kind and nice and not intimidated and not condemning? Yes, they will hear you. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that's the thing about Jesus is that he was so relational. And I, I, as much as I love and respect the people who taught me all of these things about spiritualism and, 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 uh, about Halloween that I had mentioned earlier, as much as I respect them, I'm like, but you you can you can hold those thoughts and still be relational and still be kind and not be intimidated by any of that,
2: mm-hmm. because
1: I feel like as soon as you really accept all of that, um, all, all of the understanding of, of the devil being real and uh, all of that, what the tendency is, is to just be super harsh and condemning and like you're in these parameters. We're going to box you in these parameters. You cannot sell if If they say magic, run away. Mm-hmm. You know, if this has anything, it's it, you need to stay away from it. And that's not the way I am anymore. Right. You know, I'm not open to it. I still know what's behind it, but I also know I have authority over
0: it. Yeah. And I I think a lot of that has to do with, well, let's just for myself. And let me just say this for myself mm-hmm. is like once I, I learned that holiness matters more inwardly rather than you know this outward appearance of holiness yeah brother that's when a lot of things changed and um, and you know the stuff that we're talking about tonight is, is exactly one of those things that change i'm like uh, you know if we're if if we're truly holy mm. living holy lives we don't need to be living in fear I I don't want to be a, a separatist, mm-hmm. you know. That was the thing with 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 the late seventies and eighties, and then early nineties, is that a lot of Christians were kind of like living this separatist life, you know, where ha- they had to, you know, no uh, card games on Saturday night, uh, mm-hmm. wear pants, the women wear dresses that go and skirts go all the way to your ankles. Uh what, what what don't watch fantasia what what have you? Yeah. Um is is like I felt it, I, that was a lot of outward holiness stuff. Sure. And and I think that came from a real genuine concern of yeah. to be in the world but not light of the world. Mm-hmm. Okay? But you really at that time did not have a good that I don't think there was a good teaching on what holiness, what is in the new Testament and like you're
1: saying that being taught in the seventies or whatever? like, yes. And okay, gotcha.
0: let's just say throughout the 20th century, I don't think there was good teachings on, on what holiness is. Hmm. Um, I think it got very, uh, you know, like works driven, uh, yeah, and in, in a weird way. Even though we say, you know, works can't save you, I, I, I felt like it was. Um, if I'm just going off of memory and some of the things that I I've read from that era, it, you know, was very legalistic works, right, and that's Driv- the word. driven driven, yeah, legalistic. Legalism, yeah. So l- holiness was this l- legalistic thing, rather than you know this. Uh, inward you know identity like identity Mm. driven yes uh i identity driven concept or or
1: reality or
0: whatever you want to call it Mm -hmm. where you know if you're in christ you're you're holy um christ Blood has made you holy. The Holy Spirit dwells inside you. It's transformational. It's going to change you from within and go, and go out. So, yeah, you're going to look differently sometimes. Yeah. Interior- you're going to talk. Yeah. You're going to do things that are different. Maybe you won't celebrate Halloween, whatever. Yeah. But that doesn't be- come because you have a, adopted a, a legal code. Mm-hmm. It's because, you know, God's law is written on your heart. Mm-hmm. Uh, with in 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 when you're obedient to God obedient to keep, when you Galatians five twenty five when you keep in step with the Spirit, mm-hmm. okay, you're led by the Spirit to do to live differently than the world. Yes, and
1: and this is such a big conversation. Right, it, it is and, so good, dude. But
0: but when legalism kind of uh, not kind of, but it 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 it, it perverts that. Yeah. Yes. Okay.
1: It it it, act, it actually um what would it does the reverse of what it should do uh huh and I I think that what you just said that is always God's best is to do it inwardly and that affects you outwardly yeah that's always His thing it, it, like Abraham believed in his heart and then it was bec- accounted to him for righteousness yeah so like it it has to come from a place of the heart and then it should affect your outward being. And so, this is a tricky thing to to even talk about because it's like, it's like there should okay if you are born again and if you are um, growing in Christ, we should be able to see something in your life. There should be some sort of like mile marker uh-huh, yeah. that we can look at and see. Um, Oh, he used to talk this way and you can tell something has changed about him. Right. Or whatever, fill in the blank. So there there and I think there should be something that we can look at and and see growth, but what the trap is is that like when you're born again, people expect you to be totally good like uh-huh. right then. And spiritually that's true, but sometimes it takes a bit to work it out. Right, yes. And so and so the the tendency is to say well, I'm a Christian, so I don't A, B, C, you know, I don't do any of these things. I don't watch R-rated movies. I don't gamble. I don't smoke. I don't drink. I don't. And then eventually it becomes such a legalistic thing that it's like, okay, it's not, I shouldn't, it's, I don't, I don't do any of these things. That's how I know I'm a Christian. Right. That's the opposite. No, uh-huh. if it does, if it's not birthed from a place of, of conviction, um, it's not real. And it right. probably is legalism. Yeah. Even, even if some of those legal parameters keep you in a good place, especially if you're someone like me who like I had to quit drinking. Uh-huh. It's one of the reasons why I don't drink now. As much as I I loved beer, I loved wine. I loved uh, seven and sevens, man.
0: <laughs> yes.
1: Tear up some seven and seven. OK, so I, I, I went to a I went to a beer tasting one time uh-huh. and it was like top notch beer. Okay. They had like four different tables. One of them was like IPA's. One of them is kind of like a lower class thing. And on the highest end, get this, it was like the champagne of beer. And they gave me a menu where you could take notes and stuff. And uh, one of these, it was a 22 ounce bottle and it was like $65 for a 22 ounce bottle. Wow. And everything that I tasted was so, such a high percentage They were pouring these little bits, you know, it's classy. It wasn't like I was at a bar. It was a classy joint. I was drunk by the time I left Mm -hmm. and I could hold my alcohol very well at that time, but it was so high. I just went on tasting and tasting and tasting that I was like slurring when I left. I was like, oh my goodness, this stuff is potent. So I say that to say like that I didn't just get, I didn't just get wasted all the time. Mm -hmm. Like I started to develop a good palate. But because of my tendency, I knew I, I really struggled with self-control mm-hmm. in that area. So like as legalistic as it sounded, it was like, Tim, you can't drink. Yeah. You don't need to be hanging out with people who who drink. You don't need to be around friends like that. And I had to set those legal People would have may saw that and said, Well, hey, that's legalism, Tim. You're you're free from that. And I'd say, No, I need to be bound right now. You're, well, I need to like bind myself in grace. yeah, <laughs> And stay away from it. And I did.
0: Yeah. You need like you'll need guardrails for right, sure. Guardrails. That's a good Okay. One. So yeah. and like that's that's the thing about conviction. Okay. And I don't know how some people are gonna feel about this, uh, but I think God will convict some people of some things, and but not for other people. So, sure. example, uh, you had your example there. Mm-hmm. Uh, another example is a, a Pentecostal. I, I, I read God convicted her to not drink tea, okay. sweet tea, or 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 whatever, because it made her neurotic. Okay, but she still served her guests mm-hmm. iced tea. Mm-hmm. And they asked her like, well, if God convicted you, uh, if you're not drinking sweet tea, why are you serving it? And mm-hmm. she's like, well, God convicted me of this, but that doesn't mean my conviction is, should be yours. Right. Correct. And so, I mean, you've got to be discerning with that, and there and, there are some things that are non-negotiable, uh, right? Uh, yes, that's, if you're
1: committing adultery, yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> if, if you're not convicted, then something's very wrong with you, right? So, so <laughs> there, there's there's some clear parameters. There are, yeah. You need wisdom, and but but like with the smaller things, like with that, like you you for need sure. you need guardrails, and you need, like that can be her guardrail that made her neurotic mm-hmm. uh, for Pentecostals, uh, smoking. They said it was neurotic. They it made you neurotic, so don't smoke. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Little did they know that they were right. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but but it should be birthed from a place of your own heart. It should it should be yeah. Uh, and
1: and I, okay, so that that's that brings me to this point. And actually, mm-hmm. let me say this last point about about drinking. What's funny about it now is that like I have I have like tasted a drink mm-hmm. of like somebody else's drink. They were telling me uh, I was recently in Colorado and I told my wife this, so it's not hiding anything. Um, uh, This guy had this, had this, uh, this IPA, Uh this India pale ale for those of you who don't know. It's like a really, really hoppy type of beer. It's strong, man. It's a big punch in the face. Have you ever had an IPA? Yeah. I used to, they're not for the faint of heart. I don't like them. Most people don't Uh and you can't drink a lot of them. It's really just kind of for taste. Um, But In any case he was like he was like this is really good you should try it and Mm -hmm. nothing in me was like do not do that i was like i'll try it and so i took a drink of it and it it just can't it everything is a reminder i've lost my taste for alcohol yeah i don't like wine i Mm -hmm. don't like i don't like beer i don't like any of it Mm -hmm. but what my conviction is is that every time i i feel like well we're all guys we're all hanging out Mm -hmm. you know it's not a big deal i'm not Driving or anything Mm -hmm. like that. I'm not getting drunk. I'll I'll just have a drink every single time I have done that. I've been in the middle of drinking it and been like, I shouldn't have done this, right? And I cannot for the life of me explain why I feel that way. Mm -hmm. I just know for me, it's a no-no. Right? It's a no-no. Yeah. And I'm not putting that on anybody
0: else. I'm actually a little bit
1: jealous. (laughs) People can drink because I'm like, I used to love beer. Uh
0: Okay, so that that that's (sighs) actually good, and we can. We can bring that back to Halloween. And yeah, no. Mike Winger, he he brought up a great point, is that people use Halloween as a great excuse to be carnal. Okay, so, yeah. well, you know, so they're at a party, um, a Halloween party, and things are getting raucous. <laughs> or, or, you know, they're like, well, you know, it's Halloween. It's just this one day, and then they mm-hmm. do something that they shouldn't do. Um, that wouldn't be okay any other day of the year. Right. But, you know, they're here at this Halloween party. And so it's okay. It's just this one day. And that, that's kind of, you know, that happens with toga parties too. But,
1: uh, from experience,
0: <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, with, with Halloween, like Halloween is very, uh, uh carnal holiday. Yes. Yeah. Um, if you want to, you can't even call it holiday is short is a, a derivative of holy day. So I wouldn't even call Halloween. Uh, I'm getting piously woke here. <laughs> uh, I, I, I can't call Halloween a holiday because okay. I, you know, that's just, that's my pious wokeism in, in there. But it, it, because it, it, it's, you, you've got the spirituality side. Mm-hmm. And of course, you know, the carnal fleshly side, is going to coincide with <clears throat> with that. Because it's just sin. All of it is sinful. Mm-hmm, right. Right. So, you know, where I say this in my book, uh, where one sin <sighs> operates, uh, another sin is going to operate alongside. Yes. Okay. Yes. Um good point. And, you know, you've, you've got these Halloween costumes out there that are no better than lingerie. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when you get, cost costumes like and this goes for guys and girls i don't want to single out women okay i've seen
1: slutty slutty guy
0: costumes i've (laughs) seen them go to salem during halloween oh dude i don't doubt it especially not
1: now okay so it's not this day and age um it's just a funny concept right yuck
0: but when you mix that with alcohol and just like the spirit of halloween bro that's that's toxic for your it, soul. It,
1: it has become, that's a great point for your soul. I've been thinking about that a lot lately. And we're talking about conviction, mm-hmm. about how, even if it doesn't, even if it doesn't seem like it's outwardly sinful, if you really do have a check, you need to go with that check. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. because if you don't, you can override it. It does not mean you're going to hell. It right. does not mean you're now out of Christ. It does mm-hmm. not, does not mean you have to get that sin under the blood. I'm right. not even saying it's a sin. Mm-hmm. But what, what I'm saying is it's not good for your soul. It's right. that's not good.
0: And the and the worst thing that you that happens with if you follow that check is that you you maybe look silly in the eyes of others. Right. But the best thing that happens is that you're obedient to God. Oh man, and you please God. And that's <laughs> it. What's more important to you? Do you, right. do
1: you just desperately don't want to look stupid? I understand mm-hmm. that feeling, but mm-hmm. that's that's not. I say I understand it but that that's that's weak. Right. We should be so consumed about like with what what I want to please God. Mm-hmm. That has to be the main thing.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And and that that's a good point when you say that because Halloween has become I don't remember it being so sexualized.
0: As a I, kid I don't know. I I don't remember either but I was also a kid.
1: But and, then, then again Friday the 13th you know. is all about teenagers that's true. In the woods. And yeah, getting yeah. Murdered.
0: That's true. So it's that's yeah, right. OK. So it probably. Uh-huh. But
1: it just seems like it's so much more now. Now there's this giant worship of witches. Yeah. And witchcraft. I think that's kind of bringing me to my next Be, point. Because here, right?
0: they've been sexualized.
1: Mm-hmm. Witches have been sexualized. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. W-
0: Wicca, witches, everything's and like that might. Well, who's who's that? That that might sound like. Yeah, there's so there's Elvira. My my older brother actually saw that movie in the theaters. But anyways, um,
1: wasn't following his. No, he
0: was another guy that did what he wanted. Uh, like, <laughs> um, so, uh, like that's because it, it, it's 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 taboo. Okay, yeah. so okay. witchcraft Wicca is definitely taboo mm-hmm. for Christians, and then you know sexuality has you you can make an argument. Uh, has, was for a time, a big taboo in the church. So um, both of those things, you know, kind of mesh together in like, you know, you, I, I was attracted to that stuff too. For like sure. I'm a red blooded human male. So yeah. Okay. Go ahead. Cause I want to, I
1: want to say what you're saying, but I want to transition a little bit. So finish what you're.
0: And saying. all of that stuff was highlighted on Hulk halloween mm-hmm. and it still is it still is and yeah. maybe more so yeah probably I, I i feel like it is like
1: before before we hit record i was just telling tim there's a a, a movie out now that's like so gory that's so unbelievably gory it's making uh audiences like and masse throw up in the theater pass out uh have to call ambulances turn white it's like some someone said like person behind me ran to the bathroom and then he was in the bathroom and heard like five people throwing up in the stall because they watched the movie. It's like there is such a fascination with like the demonic. Mm -hmm. And I know I've heard you people saw this like with uh, The Exorcist. So my pastor said he had he had to do some serious like demonic training and, and some serious deliverance ministry after that movie came out. And, okay, so this is what I heard from my pastor, and I've heard this from many pastors. When that movie came out, there was, like, possession, like like crazy amounts of, like, actual possession from people watching it. I'm not talking about Christians, but there probably was that too. But that and Rosemary's Baby. I've not seen either of those movies. Uh-huh. There was a point in my life where I was not living right, and that's when I watched all my horror movies. Yeah. I got my fix in. Mm-hmm. Um, and even, even when it was, like... I don't know if you've experienced this before where it's like, hey, I'm not living right. I can do whatever I want. I'm going to just just take it all in. You yep, know? I I'm going to do in, all the yeah. drugs, all the alcohol. Yeah. I'm going to do everything. I did that. And I was like, even after all that, I was like, what's the fascination with horror? Uh-huh. This makes me feel sick. Right. Like most things about horror is disgusting. It's like torture porn mm-hmm. or it's overly sexualized and stupid. It's like, where can we put two people they can have sex and then get murdered? Yeah. And it's like, th- this is what you guys like. Mm-hmm. Like, what what's the fascination here? I didn't ever understand it, but there is something really, really dark about Rosemary's Baby and The Exorcist. And even when I wasn't living right, I was like, I'm not watching that stuff. Right. Because that is like really demonic. Yeah. Really pushing on, on the edges. Here's the funny thing. I heard a podcast recently that was not a Christian podcast. And they were talking about demonic possession while people were watching that movie. Mm -hmm. And they were talking about how he's a cultural revolution, Mm -hmm. those movies, what they did. So it's interesting hearing it from the worldly perspective that they were saying some really dark stuff happened when that movie came out. Yeah. And those two movies came out.
0: Yeah, I've heard. Yeah, I mean, I've especially with Rosemary's Baby, that's the first time like Mm where I heard Christians and non-Christians say like this movie is is messed up Mm -hmm. like there's some (laughs) seriously weird about this movie Mm -hmm. and what the exorcist uh you know i swore to myself i'd never watch it then i watched it Mm -hmm. and i slept with the lights on all night oh because it like it 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 was like yeah everything that you said yeah so um
1: that's what i mean like even though i'm talking about authority and all that uh i don't I know that that's
0: real, uh-huh. and I'm not going to watch it. Right? Why engage with it if you don't right. have to?
1: That's the thing. Yeah. So,
0: and um, yeah, that all of this, all of this stuff, like Halloween, is is the time where it it gets highlighted. Yeah. And I, I was it, gonna make it coming. Was you gonna say something? Go uh, no. Go ahead, please.
1: Uh, I want to keep talking about the uh-huh. idea of movies that are coming sure. out right yeah. now and how. There's such an obsession. It's not new because we just referenced Rosemary's Baby and, mm-hmm. and uh, the Exorcist. But um, do you remember the movie Paranormal Activity?
0: I do. Yeah. So that,
1: that was a fake found footage movie right, like right. the Blair Witch, set, apparently done way better. And I've never watched it, obviously. But mm-hmm. um, I heard that people were, one of my brothers told me this. He said, that like there was like people were feeling things in the theaters watching yeah. that movie. Mm-hmm. They would feel things grab them
2: mm-hmm. and
1: they would look down. It was nothing there. Right. And then as soon as the people who worked with my brother heard that, they were like, really? I got to watch that movie. Uh-huh. And he was like, what is wrong with you, you sicko? <laughs> like, why do you want to feel a demon grab you? Uh-huh. That's literally what this guy said. Mm-hmm. So there is a fascination with the supernatural. And it's so much of it is so demonic. And it's, if it wasn't disgusting and reprehensible, it's almost comical to me because they just keep pushing the limits. I remember, I think it was 2009, a horror movie came out called Drag Me to Hell. Yes, I remember. And I was just like, I heard that was actually a really scary movie. Mm -hmm. But I was like, how are you just, it almost sounds like you're just thinking of like, what's the worst thing that we can say, Mm -hmm. you know? And I, I could throw out a couple anecdotes about like <laughs> i don't know all the all the bad things that you could say to try to draw people but it's essentially it's just like you could you could make a movie called you know rape me when i'm dead and mm-hmm. everyone would be like oh i want to watch that movie mm-hmm. you know the demon is is raping people and i'm like like what you guys are messed up and i'm seeing this like infusion lately of horror movies. Like I know, there's a, a production company called Bloomhouse or Blumhouse. Yep. yep, they're that's all they do is horror, mm-hmm. and everyone just keeps pushing that limit and pushing that limit. And uh, you want to talk about how earlier we, we felt like we were middle aged men talking about Metamucil. <laughs> <laughs> this made me feel like a middle aged man. My kids were playing. Uh, we have Xfinity, so we get all this free services and stuff, and uh, they were playing these games like. Like not, they didn't, they didn't search satanic video games to play for free. Mm -hmm. They just said like free games. And a lot of them were like totally built for young kids. And every time they picked a new game, there was an advertisement, but it just so happened that every single advertisement was like the most demonic movie coming out right now. Oh, I can't remember what's, what it's called. It was like, it was about like a nun and it was like all about demon possession. Yeah. The nun. Is that I what just is? Call, I think it's just called The Nun. There's there's a series called The Nun, but this <laughs> is something different. But it, I, I think so. And it, it's it, all part of the same universe. Probably. But it makes me sick. And I was so mad. Yeah, I was right. so mad. I felt like an old man because I went on the website and, mm-hmm. and you know, left him a review mm-hmm. that I was like, my five-year-old is playing like unicorns jumping through rings. Mm-hmm. And if he wants to play another game of like teddy bears hugging each other he has to watch this demonic conjuring video uh are you sick are you sick you are disgusting like this is me like as a dad and a protective dad furious at how sick the world has become Mm -hmm. that it's not just like like you were talking about like limiting limiting the um creativity and imagination and all that this is well beyond that this is like we are into some really sick demonic stuff and sexualized stuff, yeah. And we want your kids to be into it too. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you can play unicorn hug each other, but you're gonna watch this this woman be demon possessed. That's terrifying. Mm-hmm. And so, as much as I want to say, yeah, we we have authority over that. Don't be afraid of that. I had to tell them, guys, close your eyes. This is gonna give you nightmares.
0: Right. Yeah. I mean, I'm could... like,
1: you sick. What are you trying? You trying to give kids nightmares?
0: Right. Yeah. Yuck. I mean, There's something demonic there, man. I I mean, I I agree with you. I w- I would. Just you know, as a dad and, and as, as a Christian, I would. They're not. They're not ready at a certain. I'm. I don't know if anybody. I'm should, not ready. Right? Yeah. I'm just saying. Like, I'm not sure anybody should be ready for that. Kind right. of especially at, at that young age, they're still trying to figure out how to write and read. Right. The flip. Are you going to show them a horror movie ad for? Right. So, and especially. When their imaginations are super active in the first place, I mean, mm-hmm. like, what's the what's wrong with you? Yeah, why are you trying to pervert everything? So th- I think that's that's kind of
1: why I feel so strongly about Halloween. Mm-hmm. When when I hear when I hear believers talk to me and 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 make it seem like oh you're one of those Pentecostal holiness mm-hmm. with the with the uh, uh, beehive haircut, you know. <laughs> Like that? <laughs> oh, geez. Tim, This is for the kids. Your Reverend Lovejoy's Ten, wife. Yes. Yes. Oh, thank God, <laughs> that children. <clears throat> um, I hear that, and I hear like this, like, oh, here we go. Mm-hmm. And then here's the thing. I go to Walmart, like Walmart, not Spirit Halloween, mm-hmm. not whatever demented face come in here and will terrify you. Yeah. Store uh-huh. Walmart. Yeah. And I go in the Halloween section, and it's like. Is like, cowboy, you can dress as Woody or Buzz Lightyear. Yay. Mm-hmm. And also, here's this demented demonic thing. And I'm like, yeah. that's a kid's costume. Yes. Wait uh-huh. a minute. What I thought uh-huh. this was for the kids. That's mm-hmm. for the kids. Yeah. And so I feel like there is like a uh, I don't know what to call it. It's, a, it's almost like a willful ignorance uh-huh. to say, what they're really saying in my mind is I want to celebrate this holiday. It's fine. I don't have a problem with it, mm-hmm. but we're going to overlook all this other stuff. Mm-hmm. And I look at it and say, I think it's all connected. I'm mm-hmm. not saying the bumblebee is demonic,
0: uh-huh.
1: <laughs> but I am saying like, should there be, you made lots of great points. But what I would say to the, to the believer who may be just hearing this and wondering this uh the main thing I would take away from this is like, you need to pray about where your convictions are about this. Absolutely. You know, you need, and and if you're not, if you're just like, oh, it's fine. Mm -hmm. Watch horror movies, go to, go to keggers, you know, the, the sexy witch, sexy pumpkin, whatever. It's all good. It doesn't matter in South America when they communicate with the dead. That's fine too. I'm like, seriously, I'm at the point where I'm like, I don't think you're a Christian. Okay. That's where I'm at. Uh-huh. I'm not, I, I, I mean this like genuinely. Mm-hmm. I don't think that if you celebrate Halloween, you're not a Christian, but I'm saying if you have zero conviction about any of this, something's wrong with you. Mm-hmm. You are not paying attention mm-hmm. or, or you're just so blind spiritually and you've been so influenced by the world. You're dead to the spirit of God, because if you're listening to the spirit of God, he is not okay with you going to a kegger and right. getting wasted and uh-huh. hooking up with some sexy witch. Uh-huh. You know. Yeah. And it seems crazy to me that I have to say that in this time,
0: you know. Yeah.
1: I feel like 20 years ago that was like uh yeah, I know, but for some reason I feel like Christians don't a lot of Christians uh as a whole don't even see it that way anymore. Like 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 nothing is wrong. Uh-huh. You know. So bringing it back to scriptures is kind of what Paul said when he talks about um everything is per is permissible, but not everything is, is good for you. Right. You know, mm-hmm. so you need to figure out what's good for you. But he also said, celebrate this freedom that I was talking about. Mm-hmm. Christ has made us free. So I'm not really intimidated by things, but he also said, don't let that, don't let that freedom be used as a cloak for a vice.
0: Yeah. Uh-huh. You know, and that's right. kind of
1: one of the points that Mike Winger made. I yeah. loved because you have to know, like, are you, are you really just trying to justify this because you want to get wasted? Or you, you're <laughs> yes. really, you really into the, uh, I don't know, the demonic stuff? Uh-huh. Are you really just kind of saying, uh, n- nothing to see here?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, are you willingly overlooking things? So the point in a lot of this conversation is like, we need to be in tune with the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. And what what is a big deal to me might not be a big deal to you. Mm-hmm. And it seems like that's the case. But you're, like I said, you're making a lot of really good points for why you don't really have a problem with it. And that's, that doesn't matter what I think about it. I was going to say it's, I I understand, but the point is like, it doesn't matter what I think about it. What matters is that like, am I following what the Holy
0: Spirit's showing me? Right. Um, Yeah. And it, it goes to that as I get older, uh, you know, there are things that I wasn't concerned with as, you know, a younger Christian that I am concerned with now. Like I am cons- one of the big things, and maybe this is because I, I, I have a, a daughter is one of the things that I have a big concern with is with what shows my daughter watches and how the girls dress. Yeah. Because there was a, a show that my daughter was watching that was on Nickelodeon. And uh, one, one, One day I walked in and there were, you know, they were two high schoolers and they were just like making out in the school hallway. And I'm like, you're not you're way too young Mm -hmm. uh, to see a a show that just does this nonchalantly. Yeah. And a lot. And then a lot of the girls were, you know, I'm going to sound like such a prude, but I don't care. Uh, A lot of the girls were, you know, wearing shirts that were like showing off their midsection and yeah. things like that. And I'm just like, that that bothers me because I don't want my daughter to think that she has to show off her body in order for her to um, be socially accepted. Right. Okay. You know, it's not her body that makes her likable. You know, and, and, and like I want her to dress modestly, have a good self-esteem that doesn't come from. The way that she looks, right, uh-huh. and so I think you know that that along that is that is um alongside the spiritual crap that that is associated with with Halloween. Yeah. So um, I I would say that there are there are convic- convictions that I I've, I have that. You know, a lot of, of, of Christians do, and we have got to throw these labels around like conservative or or, or whatever. Mm-hmm. I I just think that you know if if you are Christians, these things should concern you. And I understand, yeah, great, yes. and and I understand, and I, I, I trust me, I understand where a lot of people are coming from with with the Halloween stuff. Like there is uh, a lot of the comic book stuff that's coming out. Um, you know, they're getting darker with the witchcraft. Like we, I saw uh doctor strange too. Mm-hmm. And in that he possesses his own corpse from, from another, this is a, the, from the, so it deals with the multiverse. So this is a, a different doctor strange, mm-hmm. uh, you know, but he possesses that dead doctor strange. In order off to fight off uh, spirits of death or something, so it's very, very ne- a yeah. lot of necromancy in that. For and sure. I'm like, I'm like, why are we, why are we watching this yeah. movie?
1: Why well, like I, I feel-
0: don't think I, I it's on Disney Plus, <clears throat> and I'm like, well, I'm blocking that movie. Yeah. yeah, because this is that's good to know. Uh, I like, I, you know, it's, it's, there's a point where you just got to call it evil for what it is. Yeah. It's, it's evil. Yeah. And, you know, we're not going to engage with that. We're not going to like fret over it or anything, but we're not going to engage with it if, exactly. we, if we don't have to. Exactly. So, and, uh, and I, I can think of two examples
1: when it comes to that in both in the Disney vein. One of them was from early 2000s, the movie The Prince and the Frog. Uh huh. Still never seen it. Yeah. But what I, did I just say that? Still, never seen it. Is that proper grammar?
0: That never matter. saw
1: it. <laughs> I, I I say that because I tease people because uh-huh. people say seen it all the
0: time. Uh-huh.
1: Like, oh, I seen that. Uh-huh. I'm like, no, you saw it. <laughs> Anyways, uh, like, can you tell I'm getting older? <laughs> Little these darn kids. Uh, so, what I heard about that movie, if you just watch it, I bet it's so underlying. It's such such a subtle thing you mm-hmm. wouldn't even notice it. Mm-hmm. But I heard that the Disney writers or creators consulted a a voodoo doctor mm-hmm. a witch doctor and wanted to know how do you properly conduct a seance because we have a we have a scene where the person is is um is raising is doing some sort of voodoo mm-hmm. and so they contacted them and and they were a part of the process of making that so the the seance that you see in that was was uh, advised by a voodoo witch doctor
0: I, I believe that only because like Disney gets hard, hit hard for like shallow representation of, of cultures and stuff. So I'm sure they would have seen that as like a, a cultural thing versus like a, a spiritual thing. So, right. Oh,
1: and, and I would say this. Uh-huh. They're they're not born. They're not right. Christians. So, right, right, right. Like you said, uh-huh. I, I understand why they would do that. Mm-hmm. But I'm also like if you think it's nonsense mm-hmm. then it's all make believe anyway yes but it's all uh-huh. but it's also like you contacted this voodoo person
0: uh-huh so he knows
1: it's real though
0: <laughs> okay good yeah it's kind of like good point
1: you either think he's a fool or you know uh-huh. there's something there and you're just right. like well it's magic Sure, mm-hmm. i'm just gonna throw everything under the umbrella of magic uh-huh. and so when i saw that i was like hey, y'all are sick i'm not watching that and so i didn't mm-hmm. watch it you know i was older then it's not like i was <laughs> yeah running to the theaters at 18 to watch that movie but and and the next one was uh was in in canto Uh Canto. yeah yeah great movie Uh uh-huh but it's that part where like the guy who's like a seer who has like the vision yes he like puts the sand in a circle around him Uh and like his eyes turn green and he Uh conjures up this image and i'm like while we're watching it i was like aaron we got to turn this off Mm -hmm. like this is not good it was over very quickly but i was still like like nothing is safe anymore. Uh-huh. And like, once again, I don't fear it. And I know we have authority, but I'm not going to invite that garbage into my house. That, mm-hmm. My house is a sanctuary. We honor God here, mm-hmm. right? So we don't do it to, to the best of our ability. Of course, I, I guess what I mean by that is, is to say like, some sometimes like we'll we'll watch something and be like, oh, we shouldn't watch that.
0: Right. It's not yeah, like, yeah, oh, yeah. this
1: place is unholy. We now have to, you know, we power of Christ it. compels yeah, yeah. you. We don't have to do any of that. But mm-hmm. I just, I mean, why why flirt with that line if you know it's real? Mm-hmm. And so that's kind of what I want to challenge a lot of believers. Like, hey, there's a lot of demonic stuff here. There's a lot of sexual, sensual things here in mm-hmm. Halloween. There's a lot of that. And I see enough of it. And and I'm like, I want nothing to do with this holiday. Mm-hmm. I want nothing to do with it. Like it just seems like it's just so much more evil than I remember. Mm-hmm. Um, now I could just be looking through rose-colored glasses, but I don't know, man. I, I'm seeing a whole new level of evil here. Yeah. In in our culture today.
0: I mean, we we have moved the goalposts quite far from even from. To sound middle age again, I I told I texted hey, my wife middle okay. i Yes, I texted my wife the other day. I'm like, I prefer the America of my youth. Then she texted back, Oh my gosh, you're 60 years old. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, but but anyways, <laughs> yeah, uh, but anyways, the the thing is, is like, I either we're we we've just matured and we've seen some we're seeing something that's always been there, or or yeah, we are, we're moving, you know, the, the country is, is uh, the, the entertainment industry is embracing more of this evil crap mm-hmm. in, in the guise of being, um, uh, acceptance or, or something like Tolerance, that. Tolerance. Yes. Thank what, you. What, and, and wanting to look
1: cool too. Yeah. Or wanting uh. to like, no, 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 I'm, I'm not Reverend Lovejoy. Why yeah. I'm, you're the I'm buzz, super cool. the
0: Buzzfeed Christian. I'm a Christian, but this or that. Mm, right. So,
1: exactly. Uh-huh. Yeah.
0: I'm a Christian and I do
1: all of these terrible things. And right. I'm like, Hmm, why are you writing this article? If there's right.
0: no problem, <laughs> there's a, <laughs> there's a good, uh, satire video about that by the YouTube creator, uh, Lutheran satire. And he does it with puppets with mu- <laughs> like Muppet looking guys. Yeah, yeah, It's great. Maybe I'll link that too. Yeah. <laughs> um, I have, I'm, I'm conflicted because I'm like,
1: I want, that's a great place to end uh-huh. talking about that. But I'm also like, I want to touch on the, the hell house idea, but uh-huh. like I have, I would say I wanted to end on a good note because I went to a hell house back in Rockford, like uh-huh. a bunch of times from, from the same first assembly, uh, assembly of God, um, thing. So it was an outrage. Mm-hmm. He's texting me late. Um, So it was an outreach and it was like, uh, I had the funniest experiences there. It was a blast. So I I say that because it's like, it's easy to point out someone else's, someone else's stuff and be like, that's sinful. You need to stay away from that, but overlook your own things. Mm -hmm. So like, lest I be a hypocrite, I want to say, I do get the idea that you like being spooked out. Mm -hmm. It's fun. It's fun to the thrill of being scared and going through a haunted house and all of that stuff. Um, but I don't, I don't know where I'm at because like, I want to, I want to say these things and I know you're tired and I don't know if that's the place where we need to end uh-huh. or if I tell some of those things and we can throw them in the middle somewhere. Yeah. It depends on how long it is. So you could say it and. Okay. we'll, we'll, we'll I'll uh-huh. do the shortest possible okay. version. Okay. Yeah. so. Like when I when I say that, like, I do understand the idea that I I like to be kind of innocently scared, Mm -hmm. not horror. I don't like the horror genre. I don't like the fear mongering, all that stuff. A show that I love to this day, and I have to be careful because I don't watch it really, Mm -hmm. is The Twilight Zone. Mm -hmm. I love The Twilight Zone. Yeah. I I love the pull, like the mind bending kind of creepiness. Someone is trapped in this environment, you know. Like uh, the one about the stopwatch so it's like the guy has a stopwatch and he can stop time Mm -hmm. and he robs banks and does all this stuff and then at the end of the at the end of the episode the watch breaks when it's time is stalled oh and it's like by the end of it you're like oh my gosh that's creepy yeah he now has to live the rest of his life in it like that's scary now thinking about it Mm -hmm. and that's fun to me i'm like that's cool i'm gonna watch you know uh fourth of july they always have the uh twilight zone marathon yeah. on uh, sci-fi channel mm-hmm. and me and my brother used to watch it all the time and i love mm-hmm. the twilight zone you right. know uh so I, I to not sound like a hypocrite uh like i i i do get that i don't flirt with that very often and, and there's usually a point where i'll hit and i'll be like i don't need to be watching this this is mm-hmm. not good because now i have to pray <laughs> and if i hit a point where i say now i have to pray i probably mm-hmm. wasn't listening to the holy spirit but um I'm a little conflicted when it comes to the hell house idea. Right. So it's like, I get the idea. It's about evangelism. You're using this, the scary concept to lead people to Jesus. Does Mm -hmm. it work? I think. Yeah. I think for the most part, does this produce lasting disciples for Jesus Christ? I don't know, Mm -hmm. but I know there's a really big one in Tulsa that I went to when I was at Rhema, when I was Mm -hmm. in Bible college with my friend and it was, it was good. But it it did not compare to the one that Assemblies of God did. Yes, um, uh-huh. it was so terrifying, bro. It was so much fun. Okay, so let me give you this rundown. It was a <laughs> it was in the Boone County Fairgrounds, which only means any, any anything to someone back home. And uh, this is a real big fairground area, and there was five houses that you could go into for the price of one. Mm-hmm. So you get you pay twenty bucks. You're in this area. You can go to all of these houses. One of them, it was called the House of Horrors, was the, the whole thing. So it was like they had the House of Horrors. Then they had the Barn of Terror. Mm-hmm. And then they had one was called uh, Valley of Terror. Valley of Terror. <clears throat> I'm a scaredy cat. Mm-hmm. I don't do well with fear. Okay. So I was probably like, I don't know, probably 15 or 14, something like that. So I, I was rather young. And I was going with my friends from church and we went there. We knew this was a hell house. So it was like, it's, this is safe. This is a church environment. Okay.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: And the Valley of Terror, I've never been in anything so terrifying. It was, you had to go in by yourself. So part of the the comfort was that you had friends with you and a young 14 year old Tim going in by himself was a recipe for a disaster. Mm -hmm. And it was such a cool concept. It was like, you go in by yourself. And then you had to do a series of challenges. Okay, so it was like one of them was if you're afraid of the dark, they test every one of your fears. So if you're afraid of the dark, you had to put this mask on and walk through a place that kept getting tighter. All you could always feel. Mm-hmm. And it kept getting tighter and tighter. And then you had to listen for voices. If you heard voices, you had to follow the voices. So you had to go right to your fear. Mm-hmm. You know, Another one was clowns. Another one was that you had to – I had to actually get in a casket. I had to get in a coffin, and once I got in, it shut over me, and I heard someone throwing dirt on top of it. So if you have any kind of fear of that, you're confronted with it. Mm -hmm. And so every time it was like a challenge was like, this explains this in the very beginning, but it's like if if you're too afraid, you can always opt out. Mm -hmm. Okay. So I'm a scaredy cat, man. I'm having a hard time. I don't have a fear of being buried alive that I know of. So I was able to do well until I hit the certain one, man. I flipped out. You walk into this room and it was like dark foreboding. And there's like these these clowns that are all laying on the ground. Mm-hmm. And some of them are like hanging from the ceiling. Mm-hmm. So if you're uh, I think it's agoraphobic, maybe if you're fear of clowns. No, that's no, that's, that's being inside. Yeah. Right? Agoraphobic. I can't remember what that one is in any case. I was walking. I eventually met up with one of my friends we weren't supposed to do this, but like we were, he was coming out of one and it was like, we ended up running into each other. And so we we were both walking and this, all these clowns as you're walking and there's like six doors to your right. And there's one straight ahead. And it was like, as you're walking through, it's like the lights are glitching. It's like purple black light. It's terrifying. And as I'm walking through, I'm reaching for a door And I pull on it, pull on the knob, and it's like attached to a rope. Mm -hmm. So it's not real. You go to the next door, it's attached to a rope. And then in the distance, you see a clown stand up and start walking towards you Mm -hmm. really slowly. And it's like we were like, okay, okay, hey, it's all right. We're okay. We're okay. And then I got so terrified, I ran full speed and broke down the one that was facing me. (laughs) Broke (laughs) down the door. I missed a bunch of challenges because I had like taken an exit and nobody kicked me out. Thank God. Uh But uh, it was, it was terrifying. And I loved that. It was so much fun. Here's the thing. You, you get to the end of it Mm -hmm. and it's like, uh, it's like a barn and it's like the sign is like, congratulations, you completed the Valley of terror. And we were like, Oh my God. (laughs) Like I can breathe now. There was a spider one that I missed and I don't know that I would have passed. Yeah. You had to put a tarantula on your hand. Anyway, uh, so we get to the end and then there's this couple that's fighting and they're like going after it. You know, there's just like this man and this, this woman. And he's starting to scream at her and the security guards, there trying to calm him down. And he looks over at me and my friend and he's like, man, I'm sorry to do this. Can you guys just help me out with this? They're like freaking out right now. And we were like, yeah, yeah. Okay. So we reluctantly start walking over there. Guy pulls out a gun, shoots his girlfriend, shoots his security guard. And I'm already like run running McGee. I'm running through the haunted house, and so I run as fast as I can through this door, through another door, break it down, and then uh, and my friends are sitting there watching me on a screen and like laughing. Oh, and dang! That was the last little completion. Thing. Oh, wow. Yeah. So they they uh-huh. they let you they put your guard down. they yeah, It's yeah, like, yeah. hey, you completed this, great. Uh-huh. And it's like, here's a couple that's fighting, and now she's dead. Uh huh. You know, terrifying. Uh, so there's many more that I could tell, but it's like. I am the best person in the world to go to a haunted house with mm-hmm. because I'm such a scaredy cat. Um, so I do, I do understand the, the spookiness and, mm-hmm. uh, and I, like I said about the twilight zone, about other things like that. I say it just because Mike Winger was very much like, I don't like the idea of building this thing that looks like hell, mm-hmm. you know, I don't want anything to do with hell. And I think that's a good heart to have, uh, but I think if you're an evangelist mm-hmm. and you're about reaching the lost, mm-hmm. reach the lost. Yeah, you know? I'm not saying like no restrictions, but right, right. part of me is like, I, I it was so much fun. Mm-hmm. I have the greatest memories. Now, would I ever go to one now? Like there's a permanent haunted house here. Yes, um, that's right. Paranoia. Parano- yeah, paranoia. Would I ever go? Heck no. Mm-hmm. I don't think I ever would. But I understand why people are drawn to them, you know, especially if it's safe mm-hmm. and confined, you know nothing bad's going to happen here but i'm also like if you are if you're a, a christian why would you go to a haunted house that's like not a hell house that's uh-huh. not designed at the end to to preach jesus christ this is like to terrify you and this is the world doing it mm-hmm. you know so i'm i'm kind of like why would you do that yeah um i don't know if that's a non-negotiable thing but Anyway, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I said, there's a ton more stories it's getting late. <laughs> there's a ton more stories yeah. I could tell, but um mm-hmm. I I at least do understand some of the some of the uh, desire, uh-huh.
0: you know. Yeah. Yeah, I, you know, it's a it's a weird kind of like special feeling to get. It's like a, a weird thrill. Mm-hmm. It really is to get uh scared. Yeah. So, yeah. it must be the adrenaline. Fight
1: Um, fight or flight kicks in. Fight or flight,
0: that's right. It's the adrenaline rush. So, all right. So I think we're going to close it uh, right there. So uh, one thing I did want to mention is that uh, I talked to Tim earlier in the week, and we've decided that we're just going to do audio only uh, from, from here until a determined point in the future, only because with the audio, I'm able to clean it up a lot easier and with the video you usually only get like bare bones editing from me and um you know we want to experiment with some stuff down the line and and so until we can get a good handle on that we're just gonna do the audio and uh it's a podcast anyways Mm -hmm. so yeah it's mainly audio so deal with it. Yeah, um, so and you, if
1: you're if you're broken hearted that you're not going to see our beautiful faces, right. we're sorry.
0: But and you know. you know what's funny is I just got a light for that fireplace too to to put in there. Like I got like a, one of those round an ones? LED light, uh, just to stick in there, so it's not like a, a dark black hole in your fireplace. But now people won't see it, so it doesn't really matter. Well, you never know what the future holds, right? We could, we could hire, you know, some, uh, some professionals to. Yeah, we'd. We just gotta get sponsored by Plexus. We gotta be sponsored by Plexus, <laughs> right? Okay. Yeah. So uh, I don't know if there's anything else that you want to say in closing. Drink Plexus. Drink. That's great. I <laughs> uh, I don't uh, uh, I don't really have anything to say. I think I said it all.
1: Yeah. It was so. a,
0: a really really good conversation. Right. It's it's mm-hmm.
1: thoughtful. Um. Mm-hmm.
0: I I think we landed on a great a great place about yeah. being led
1: by the Holy Spirit. Right. And yes. That's the most important thing. It is. Yep. And so, if you celebrate
0: Halloween, you're going to hell. So, <laughs> there it is. There it is. <laughs> uh, anyways, uh, have, a, have a good autumn, a good harvest festival. Yes. Okay. Have a great
1: Hallelujah night.
0: Uh, yes, that's right. And uh, until next time, God bless and keep learning.